Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is, oh you gotta God. do it the real way. See, it's scary for me because I'm deaf in this ear. Because of what? Because you're what? Deaf in this ear. So it's wrong. You can't hear any other. You can no, hear the other one though. No, now I can hear. Oh, you you gotta put the mic closer to your face. How's my hair look? How about that? There you go. See. If you hear the bounce, if you hear the bounce, you're too far away. Bouncy. But if you don't hear the bounce, you're good. Bouncy bounce. You hear the bounce in the background? That like metal sound, whatever. You sound like an echo. Yeah. If you don't hear bounce. that. Yeah, if you, if you don't hear the echo, you're sure. Good. If you don't hear the echo, okay. Just That's a general rule. Speak close into the mic, pretty much. Right. <sighs> Am I supposed to drink straight, straight Tito's? Bottle opener, but. Nice. Well, you want a mixer? Oh, it, you, oh I you, said it was 10 a.m. I didn't mean like. <laughs> what are you, a rookie? <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. I got pineapple juice. You want pineapple juice? Oh, baby, come on. Hold Get on. a little heartburn going. It's over there. You hand me a bottle of <laughs> You might have to shake it up. Mmm. Smells like breakfast. Break fast. Break fast. Right. I know. Yeah. My um, You're on the show. My dad invited me over to break fast. Rosh Hashanah. Two weeks. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is that it? That's all of it? That's it. I started laughing at him. It's I'm like, Dad, we've never done this. What, what, what is this? <laughs> but his new girlfriend's Jewish, so now he, oh, wants is that look, it? he wants to look good in front of her. He wants to show face? He wants to show face. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm like, sure. We'll break, right. we'll break the fast. If, the, if that helps him out. Holiday. Yeah, if that helps him out, then. I'm like, Dad, you know your all your grandkids are baptized, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is this really your first time on the podcast? Except for yeah, with, with, the, except with you, Jimmy uh, Johnson. pineapple juice? Really? Mm-hmm. Like clumpy and... They talk oh, about it. Uh, sorry, you got club soda. There's no pineapple juice. <laughs> you really got my hopes up. With the well, I mean, <laughs> well, we you, you drink pineapple juice. I drink I pine, Tito's and pineapple, but yeah, all, we've had lately, all we've had lately is Pilar in here, which we love. Tito's and pineapple juice. Every really time good. you're at the house, you're like, you have any juice? 
I think last time pineapple juice. I love Tito's and pineapple. I, I, know I really you do. do. It's, 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 it's my a lot jam. Of, a lot of acidity. Yeah, it is a lot of acidity. You it's like better a than soda though. Plant outside your house or something. Well, the kids are starting to put a garden out there. So, yeah. All right. So Pilar. Hello, Pilar. <sighs> Throw some weed in there. Daddy, what's this? So the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so the first time I I drank uh, Papa's Pilar on the podcast uh, was with George Pavromo. And uh, he'll be coming back on the podcast here soon. So, so is this like your job? You wake up? <laughs> I wasn't. Listen. listen like most of the best stories in the world out there, I didn't plan on drinking today. They all start out that way, right? I was watching your podcast last night, doing my homework on the way up. Yeah. I, I knew we were drinking today. Your homework. Yeah, but, you knew we were. Yeah, see, you wanted to drink today, and, and you just needed me to give you an excuse to do so. That's funny. We had a new client in here earlier this week, and we showed her the podcast room, and she's like, "Wow, Dennis, when do you when do you find time to do this?" I'm rolling my eyes. I'm like, "Yeah, when do you find <laughs> time to do this?" Every Tuesday morning. Every Tuesday morning. That's, That's a gig it. every Tuesday? Listen. So for 50 Tuesdays, you've been doing if, it? If you 50, look at the 50, Wahoo 50, painting 56. that he's been doing out there for a few months, one of the Wahoos missing. Somebody called it. There's only two on there now. <laughs> he's got to finish it before this, all the fish disappear. He's just, he's just <laughs> roasting you. That's how, this, this is how it goes. He's been on you this today. Is this is how it goes. He just does nothing but make fun of me. Good, and that's how this podcast is going to go. You didn't know what we were going to talk about. We're just going to fry you all day long. <laughs> I'm good, and I'm good with that. You're always talking to people. We're going to talk to you today. That's fine. Go ahead. Bring the noise. I'm good. So how the f- hell am I going to introduce you guys? So, Mr. Takizi and Takizi Jr. <laughs> Dude, that people are going to think I'm really old. <laughs> I got a son with facial. Well, actually, my, my oldest son does have facial hair. but Adopted son. Adopted son. All right, so today we're with Captain Charles Hertel, Charles Max Hertel. Yeah, baby. What's with the Max thing? Is you prefer that? <clears throat> when I came out the womb, my dad made that my middle name, so mm-hmm. I figured it'd be a great middle name to go by, mm-hmm. Charles Max Hertel. It's a full name. It know? is. But, I mean, do you prefer, like, everyone to say your full name every time that you get introduced? I don't or? really care. Most clients are always like, what do you want to be called? And I'm like, well, my name is Charles, so that's a good place to start. But you can call me whatever. All right, cool. As it long works. As, right, the, yeah. the syllables, the one syllable. I, I just yeah. back. put it this way. It's my full name. I've always wanted to be known for my full name, you know? No mistaken. All right. All right. So we'll, we'll try to make your full name famous then. Charles Max Hertel. Captain Charles Max Hertel. Yeah, Captain. Don't forget right. that part. Of the Takizi Charters, a connected by water fleet. Yeah, baby. Right? And, um, and this guy is, uh, all right. Co-owner of the Connected by Water Studio with us today. Um, co-owner, Harris Katz, my friend and business partner, has finally joined us on the podcast today. So welcome. Better get paid and for it too. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> paid. So we're uh, drinking some Papa's Pilar and he opted for the Tito's. Oh man. Sorry, uh, Papa. Like I said, I wasn't planning on drinking today. John, you want anything? I'm good. Yeah, he's like, you guys are on your own. <laughs> so John just got me. back from Biloxi. Yeah. Yep. How was it? It was a good trip. Um, good yeah. fishing. We didn't get the the big fish that I thought we would get. Um, it's a little early, but right. uh, biggest fish of the tournament was fifty point six pounds. It's a good Those, smoker. Yeah, there were a bunch of forties caught during the tournament, but it was a good turnout. Yeah, nice. A lot of money paid out. A lot of money, good. Yep. And we're gonna say our prayers this week for the yeah. people of Biloxi, Those right? Because they, they're they're staring at a storm right now. What so. tournament were you fishing? The Meat Mayhem. The okay. The, yeah. the, Luxie tournament up there. So, yep. yeah. 
So cheers to you, even though you don't hold a cup. And cheers, cheers. to whatever. So he's working. Yeah. A lot of cheers early. Mm. I like it. Ooh. I, I slept like crap last night. I did too. I was just so excited to see you guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly why I slept like crap too. I, was I figured to see you. My, my face just imprinted in your, yeah. in your dreams. I was, so, up, uh, I was up late last night. Were you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Son calls me one thirty in the morning, starts talking to me and my wife in Junior? bed. Yeah. And he just started UCF and he's talking to us, talking to us. And he's like, oh, Dad, I'm surprised you're up. I'm like, not up. We're talking to you. When are you going to shut up so we can go to sleep? You know, like one thirty in the morning, Daddy's going to be tired in the morning. Yeah. You know, those kids, they stay up till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Sleep till 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. 3 o'clock, go to class, go to the gym. It's nice. Yeah. So, I, I mean, obviously, um, if for those in the crowd that don't know, you're a huge UFC. You're alum. You're a supporter. You he said it. Or he you, said you it. Say you, you say UFC. UFC? I say that all the time. Uh, UCF. This partnership's over. UCF. We're done, dude. Stop it's it. It's got to be UFC in this room if UCF. you don't get it right. We're done. Uh, yeah, there you go. Who, where, who do you root for? Let's stop. UCF. I'm trying to give you some love over here. Some people you depend on, and they come out with UFC. Get him. Get him, Harris. Get him. We got all your crap on the table, all right? And if anyone ever noticed, because I've always asked questions, so I'll answer for everybody. Those are Dennis's shoes. He actually has very small feet. <laughs> it's a uh, talent great artists have. They have small feet. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Bigfoot. <laughs> all right. So anyway, this this... this Crash and burn podcast is on. Keep on way. going, baby. So you better tread real lightly. So anyway, so you got your son up there now at UCF, right? Yes, and sir. So that's what you're talking about. Charge on. So and you are also UCF alumni. Yes, right? sir. And you were what head of the fishing club or yeah, president of the fishing club for tell a year. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, the the UCF. Real Knights was definitely like a big uh, landmark for my college career. I mean, it was an organization. Um, it's just about honestly getting together and getting you with people that had mutual likes, you know, fishing. And it was a big part in my college career, which is why I'm trying to get, you know, junior to join. And really, I mean, they always say. Is he going to join? Hell, you better join. You better join. Yeah, yeah, right. Make sure of that. I sent him the president's uh, phone number and everything to I get know, him I, on. I think he's intimidated because it's a woman. It's and she's, she's kind of hot. Oh, there you go. Really? Now you better yeah. call her. What's now her name? Better. Let's call her out. <clears throat> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she knows. She's probably listening to this. Um, <laughs> she had big feet? Um, little feet like you. <laughs> so, uh, you know it, the story behind those shoes? No, I just no, told no. everybody the story. <laughs> the your story. shoes. Bring it's it on, baby. Story. What's the story behind the shoes? Oh, my son was born premature, two months old. Right? So it, was, it took him a long time to be able to See, fit, yeah, in, you fit just in the shoes. One idiot. Right. And that's it. And it took so so. This was his first. This was his first pair of shoes. It was a big big uh, moment for me. Like the like when he finally was able to wear shoes. It was a big deal. So I always have those up there. That's kind of like a humbling reminder. Why do you always so, have this up here? That put that there. was put in there. <laughs> that was put there. The UCF totem pole was put there um, by accident. We wrote that in our partnership. <laughs> With some old man, that old man put it up there. That was the fine print. That was fine print. UCF will be everywhere. Big UCF guy, and that's kind of how we got I'm started. I'm a fan. I like him. You know, you you guys think I'm like anti uh, UCF, but I'm not. You know, whatever. My dad calls I, it UFC too. Like you'd never you'd never find you'd never find a, a UF Gator totem pole on this table. 
Oh, no, no, I'd take that shit now. off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we we talk about this at length on the show. I mean, he's a Hurricane fan. I really don't have anything against Hurricanes, to be honest. With you me. know, what I love about UCF is when I first started my career as a fishing guide, people go like, "Where'd you go to school at?" And I'd be like, "UCF." And it, the look in their face, I'd be like, "You know, Orlando, University of Central Florida Knights." And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Well, two years later, they go, "Where'd you go to school at?" And I'm like, "UCF." They go, "Oh, you guys have a great football program." I'm like, "Yeah, you baby. do have a great football program." Absolutely, we're like on the map now, and I love it. Because at first, nobody knew what I was talking about. I'm like, Central Florida. Like, mm-hmm. Wasn't that the fun. most attended school? What's the, what's the stat on that? 64,500 as of 2000 when I graduated in 17. I'm sure it's only grown since then. Yeah. Or does it have the most attendance in what in the country nation. or state or nation? I think so, right? What's the stat on it? You knew that stat, didn't you? I didn't know that stat. I know it's a 7 to 1 women to male ratio. <laughs> no, that's a good stat to know. <laughs> I think it was. Um, I've been begging my wife one semester back. It was back, Castro that's told all us that. I think it was. I oh, one semester back. I don't think those kids know how good they have it. They have like a pretty junior good. just going in there. Every time I drive back for like a football game or go back to Orlando, I'm thinking, man, I wish I was back in school. Just one week, one week back in school. Once yeah. You, once you graduate college, it's real world to get he's game on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, college is good times, man. I mean, like he said, stay up till three, four, hit the gym, go to class, eat some food. Mm-hmm. What bar are we going to tonight? Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yep. I was, told, I was told yesterday they only have 3,000 kids on campus right now. Wow. Wow. Which was very surprising to 3, me. 3,000? That's it. Out of a total 64,000? Yes, sir. Wow. Man, parking must be very easy yeah. to find right now. Exactly. They still charge you. You're probably not charging for parking. They had parking yeah. permits. You they charge for everything. Come on. They'll hit you. I had got so many parking tickets while I was at UCF. It was unbelievable. Even when I wasn't at UCF, I, I, I see them. that as a high possibility. <laughs> You've gotten a lot of parking tickets. Yeah, lots of them. I got a hang tag. You got to remember to put that thing up. Yeah, sounds complicated. It is. So tell me about fishing in Alamorada. Mm, fishing in Alamorada. So you were born there. Let's go back. Let's go back to UCF. Yes, I was born in the Florida <laughs> Bay of Alamorada, right there in the water. Were you really? No, I was born in Miami. Put it this way, back in that, back when I was born, I'm 20. This is a side note for people listening. Charles is very much a smart ass. So, and, I, and I like to talk, so but I'm trying, I'm trying to listen today. <laughs> yeah, this podcast might be the longest podcast in Dennis's history, and Harris thinks he's getting ahead here early, which he's not. He's not no, going we're not anywhere. Gonna we're not we got a whole leave. bottle of Pilar, and we're we not trapped him in here. We suckered him into to doing five minutes of a podcast, and he's just we're already like, losing him over here. We're losing it. him. We need a bucket for phones on the table. Yeah, that should be like a new connected by water protocol. All phones in the bucket. Um, so, <laughs> so I, I want to get born underwater in Florida Bay. Go ahead. I want to get back to the UCF thing, but because that's really how our relationship ahead, started. No, whoa, whoa. Let's go back to you. Roll with it. Go. All right. To answer, if I was born in Alamorada, no, nobody's born in Alamorada. Key West is the closest hospital, and it's two hours away from Alamorada, and Miami's two hours away from Alamorada. If you want to get born in Key West and something bad happens, they fly to Miami. So might as well go to Miami. Now, my brother is a true conk. He was born. So, this, so because you were actually, you came into this world in Miami, you're not technically a conk? Is that you're not technically goes? a conk, but in these day and age, I think if you're raised in Isla Mirada, I mean, that is like is your, your first address in Isla Mirada address. Yes. yes. Well, what the hell? I mean, you're, you come out the womb and two days later, come you're in Isla Mirada. I, I would like to think I'm a conk, you know, you're but the, but people that are born in Key West would argue, would argue that any day, you know, cause that's a cool thing to be a conk. I, I think you kind of, kind of have to be born in the keys. I think you do too. So right. I don't go around calling myself a conk, but I'm definitely from Isla Mirada, born and raised, went to school They take that there. shit seriously, don't they? Oh yeah. You ain't cool unless you're born in Key West. <laughs> right. Um, 
But yeah, pretty much spent my what whole. What about anglers? They don't they don't deliver babies there. No, <laughs> I I wouldn't get born there. Miami, <laughs> Miami, yeah, I wouldn't get a lot born. of a lot of kids and in... you're gonna give me the option. I'm not gonna get born there. <laughs> a lot of kids that grew up in the Keys were born in Miami. <laughs> my brother was born in Key West though, so he is a true conk. But uh, spent... what's your brother's name? Andrew. Does he like to be called by his full name? I call him. Yeah. Call, what's his middle name? George. My dad's name. So is he a captain as well? No, no. He's uh, currently lives in South Carolina. He's always been in the service industry. Likes fishing. I try to get him in the fishing. He's just never been, you know, all into it like I was. But he's okay. a conk. But he is he's, a conk. But he's a conk. Yeah, and you think it'd be opposite. I'd be the conk because I'm, like, all about fishing. At least You're the conk. <laughs> at least I think I am. Um, but, yeah, born, you know, pretty much spent my whole life in Alamorada. I tell everybody the only time I spent away from Alamorada was when I was in college. And mm-hmm. as soon as I graduated, I came right back. I mean, like, how do you move away from a place like that? Yeah, well, that was I, that was like me here. The only time I was really away from South Florida is when I went to Ringling in Sarasota. And you got to get out for a little yeah. while. Go, you know, see the world and, you know, make new relationships and, you know, get opportunities. But I saw right, my I best opportunity in I was really seeing the world, but unless you go to Epcot. 64,500 <laughs> kids. I saw a lot of world, mm-hmm. put it yeah. that way. Right. Yeah, it was definitely an experience and created some relationships. And back to the this, oh, this falls right into the UCF question. I mean, yeah, segue me. Yeah, exactly. That was really nice, Dennis. You're pretty good at this. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, yeah, the only time I spent was in UCF, and uh, you know, definitely got a little, got some opportunity and you know, newfound relationships. And they say college is where you find your people, and I definitely am a believer in that. And that goes back to the UCF Fishing Club. And some of my best friends to this day were made in the UCF Fishing Club, mm-hmm. and I still talk to them. I fish tournaments with them. They were just down last weekend. They're you know locally in Palm Beach. They're all over, and we talk. A lot, you know, and those are where my real friends came from. And that's why I think the fishing club was such a big deal and why it's a small or 64,000 kids and you got 200 members. But mm-hmm. those 200 members, if you grab 10 of your best friends for life out of there, it's worth every single second. And I was able to run it for a year af- after the old guys graduated. I was able to be president for a year. And that was, you know, a great learning aspect as well as it really um, blossomed or developed me into what I was going to do afterwards. Um, it kind of showed me the business side of fishing mm-hmm. and got me, you know, how to talk to sponsors and the whole networking side. And a lot of people don't realize what it is. A lot of people think like it's hashtags. That's kind of why I wanted to bring it up. Cause I think it's kind of interesting to talk about because with the whole COVID thing and, and the whole, everyone going back to college, some people going back to college, some not, some doing it remotely. Like it's kind of interesting to bring up all the things that, college can do all the ways to get involved other than just drinking and partying you know what i mean you gotta some, go to some college of, some of the things that you know it, in ways it can benefit you just being Look there versus doing it remotely right this is all through college ucf fishing club well he doesn't talk just like ever stop talking about ucf it's an amazing right? experience and yeah. it's a great way to live and it will develop it will shape you into the man you're going to be and the businessman you're going to be and the person you're going to be mm-hmm. afterwards i mean college is a necessity even if you don't do anything with your degree. Uh, just get the degree. Stay in college as long as you possibly can because, I mean, you're going to meet the people that will change your life. It's expensive, though. It is expensive, but government. I was going to say, there is so many ways to go through school. My girlfriend, I mean, there's ways to do it mm-hmm. easily. Grants and loans and hard work, hard yada, yada, yada. I mean, I was working the night shift at UPS, I, graveyard, straight up, no sleep at night. Terrible schedule, but I got through it all. And, you know, I mean, I made it happen. And it was worth it. was worth it. Not working until 4 a.m., but. Yeah. I, have, I have a funny uh, story about um, a friend of mine who worked at UPS during college. 
and what a terrible job. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say his name because he comes home and he goes, You'll never guess what I found at work today. Like and he like we're all like there hanging out in like my buddy's house. I'm not even I'm not gonna drop one name. And then we're like, What did you find? No, 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 no. Chris, he lifts up his <laughs> he lifts up his shirt and there's like boom, like a pound of weed. Yeah. Like right on the table. Yeah. And we're Seth. like, what? And he goes, he goes, he goes, he moved an envelope and it fell right out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, at that point, he's like staring at it on the floor. Like he had to make a decision right then and there. to like, and he put it in his pants. Wow. You would yeah. load so much weed when I was working. I started as a loader packing trucks and you yeah. would load so much weed in the shift. I mean, but the, the thing is, is like, cause you're moving so quickly, scanning and building walls and, you know, packing and packing and packing. You don't ever figure out which box it is, but you'll load a box and then you'll just get the smell of your life. In your really? And you're like, but you've been moving so quickly, you don't know, you don't, you don't realize which box it was, you know? Okay. But I mean, it hit you like two times every shift for five days straight. Really? You know? Oh, yeah. One time we went to go, they're called e regs, which is an irregular object, like a really big package. It was a giant rug and it was all rolled up and it smelled throughout the entire hub. Really? Yeah. I mean, who knows what was in there and how much was in there? Is it carpet? And so maybe I, it was just one big fat joint. It was one giant. Yeah, it was a carpet rolled up. Yeah, it was a carpet rolled up like a big carpet. And I mean, it was, it was probably stuffed. Butane lighter. <laughs> the whole hub is just the productive. Yeah, man. <laughs> the productivity just decreases significantly. Yeah, you, yes, yeah. <laughs> I was a manager at that point, and it was just so obvious. I called my supervisor over. I'm like, man, this thing is just stuffed with weed. I was like, what do we do? He's like, not our problem. He's like, scan it and load it. Really? Yeah. I'm sure they that's just, how it went. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they probably pulled it back out afterwards. That's what I heard too. A buddy of mine works at Home Depot. It's like if someone steals something, they just kind of like let them walk out because they don't want the lawsuit for any kind yeah, of, a lot of work. Like, you know, oh, you grab my arm and scratch it. And I'm going to sue you. And like, Home Depot's just like, let them go. Just call the police. Yeah, it's like if you're trying to sue Publix, they just pay you. They don't want to deal with it. Yeah. They'll literally settle out of anything. Really? Is that true, John? John used to work yeah. in Publix. Yeah. 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 No, they'd have people on fucking video going down the water aisle, opening up one of the, like, two and a half gallons, circling back around, and then slipping in the shit. And they'll they pay just, you. They just settle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't want to deal with it. It's Same with Bass Pro Shop, any big corporate companies, whatever you want, they'll just settle it. They don't really care. Although, like, this podcast is probably going to be used against me in any sort of <laughs> scheme that well, I Well, I wanted to talk about future. when I slipped when I walked into that door. And fell. You want to talk about that? Yeah, How you, you got connected by water? <laughs> we got we got a new uh, slogan in our company now. You know, their new slogan is that's how you get disconnected by water. It's a fluid situation. That, that's what we're saying. <laughs> it's, a fluid, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fluid situation. That's what we keep saying around here. So, so is it weird? Like having a kid, like going to college now? Uh, it's great. I'm kind of living through him. You know, he's yeah. he's a, like a uh, vicarious thing. He's a namesake, Harris. He's been on the UCF field since he's. Two years old, mm-hmm. so you know, he he knew he he had to go there. Actually, yeah. I I told him I back him anywhere he wants to go, except University of Stupid Fucks USF. Right. If he right. went there, he was disowned, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Because you know, Florida, Florida State, Miami, you know, kind of your friends till we beat you. Right, but USF, we we really can't stand them. Yeah, you know, a lot so, of rivalry, the but, Bulls. But uh, it's great. It's great having a kid in college. Yeah, and UCF nonetheless. And UCF is he liking it? Is he's he, you know he's he's, he's Takes making some adjusting, it. I'm proud right? of him. He's going through. Everything's a little different there. Trying to give him the college experience, what it is today. Yeah, you know, fraternity rush is virtual. Um, like I said, there's only three thousand kids on campus. That's insane. It's uh, it's tough, but you know, 
he's he's away from home, so yeah. he's 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 digging that, and uh, he's learning some responsibility, getting mature about it, and you know, I wouldn't come home either. I mean, shit. We have, a, we have a house half hour from there. He's got a boat up there. He's, um, you know, classes aren't bad, he said, but yeah. it's all virtual. Right. So he's making just going to make sure it. he shows up to class. That's yeah. it. Yep. I Hopefully like, football season starting, gets right. things going a little bit. So I feel like a lot of kids come home that first year a lot, you know, but then once you start to make your friends and, you know, put your roots in to Orlando, you'll start staying like towards sophomore, junior, senior year. But I feel like, all kids in college seems to be like a going trend that that freshman year they want to come home a lot. Yeah, know, the like, first year is tough. You still got ties here. You still got a bunch of friends here friends that maybe didn't go to college and you want to come back and see them. Or you don't want to come home. He's got his girlfriend up there, right? He's got his girlfriend. That's why. Yeah, 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 that's, that's, that's a big. That's a yeah. big uh, caveat to the. If she wasn't there, he'd be home like every weekend. Maybe we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's got to be weird, man. With with all that, like you said, I didn't think of that. Like rushing for that's a totally different world. That. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Like that's just like your first year of college and going through this crap. I think they just announced that November's couple... coming though, so it'll all be over soon. It'll all be over on November yeah. for sure. And I think they just announced that they opened up bars in Orlando at fifty percent. Yeah, days he's sure. yep. it's yep. gonna they're gonna do Here it. Here too, or... bars are opening up again. Yeah, which is a good thing. I think so. if we get to that, well, what's the two week mark after Labor Day would be like this week coming weekend. So if we get past that, like when like not a you won't have a spike, I think things are going to start looking a lot more positive, even for opening up schools and all that. Yeah, I was going to take those like one spike and they're going to shut it all down again. Yeah, but let's say you get through the Labor Day, you know what I mean? Because they tried to blame it on Memorial Day last time and Fourth of July or whatever that was, and it was really all about the protests. So whatever. Yeah, this <laughs> you is. You want to go there? Huh? I said it. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm doing my homework last night. I'm listening to Dennis's uh, tournament talk, and the whole time he's like, "I don't. I keep don't want to talk about COVID. You know, it's been such a hard conversation to not talk about." But here we are. All right, so, all right. But like, but like Art said, but like Art said, it's a, it, it's a reality. You know, it's a reality, and yeah. it affects everything. It affected my business majorly this year. I mean, just absolutely destroyed my goals. You know, as like a young business. Yeah, I get it. I fish, but I'm also a businessman. And every year I have goals mm-hmm. to set and to, you know, hit. And it's one thing to be, you know, down the road in your career. And, you know, it's like uh, just a little bit of a setback. But for me, I'm trying to make as far as I can, as quickly as I can. Mm-hmm. So I had, you know, expectations of this year. And I had, you know, I wanted to hit a certain mark. And then it just goes to show you in a split second, it's like, pow. Gone. So that was actually that was even, even beyond to, your control though too. Like they weren't even it. letting people down there. They put the roadblock up, yeah. and I had tons of people that still wanted to come down. And I, like, there's guides around the state of Florida that during the COVID thing, like they shut down their business, like due to safety cautions and regulations, blah blah blah. We're gonna close down. I would have never shut down. I mean, come on, you're mm-hmm. out on the boat. I mm-hmm. mean. If I was older or if I had pre-existing conditions, I would have thought differently about it. But for me, myself, I would have stayed working, you know, stayed fishing because that's what I was doing anyways. Look at boat sales. Boat sales skyrocketed. I know. I should have got my brokerage license before this thing hit because you can't even find a used boat or an RV right now. It's unbelievable. My father-in-law is in town right now. We went out to dinner last night, and he's a scout and Carolina skiff dealer uh, up in New Jersey. And they had a banner year. and Mm -hmm. But he's basically at the beginning of March, he was freaking out. But then... After he started thinking about it, wait a minute, he's like, wait a minute, this is actually going to be good because this is going to be the only thing people can do. Yep. You know what I mean? Or RVs and recreational things and just outdoor things. It's like, so he goes, when it bounced back, he said it made total sense to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to find a used boat right now. 
or, yeah. or a used RV or anything. They're out of inventory. Yeah, because I mean, that's the big struggle right now is, is working with Sea Chaser and Scout to get boats right now because everyone around the country is All clamoring to get yep. Yeah, so they can't make them fast enough right now. Well, mm-hmm. that's been the thing. During COVID, it's like we forget about how lucky we are to be here down in South Florida and yeah. – just mm. hey, we can go out and get on a boat instead of living in New York and going in and getting on an elevator with thousand other people. You know, oh, so God, I think I a lot of people being landlocked during. All I could that. not imagine oh, being yeah. in an apartment building. So we're blessed being down like, here having that. You got to really like playing video games and smoking weed to sit in an apartment building. Do you all the time? <laughs> can you imagine being locked up? No, that's like that's that? what I'm saying. I'm like screw that. I'm like. Hopefully you have a video game set by that time. Like I couldn't imagine. We were so fortunate to be in Florida, like hair set right. and have access to the water because that's what we did every day. We just mm-hmm. fished. Well, that's mm-hmm. why you got to relate. You know, you watch the news and everything. You see people up north going crazy, and you know you're you're looking at the weather going fishing the next day. Mm-hmm. So truly, our blessed being here. And uh, why I think was the last stat, thousand people are moving down here from New York every single day. Yeah. So, you know, that's helping the... It's unfortunate. Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, fuck you. I'm from New York. <laughs> <laughs> My whole family's from New Jersey. See, My mom's from New Jersey. See? Yeah, we're about. I don't know. Somewhere in that state. I so. was born here, though. So the few You're the born proud, in Florida. The few the proud, right? Where were you born? The proud general. He's not a conk. Yeah, I'm not a conk. So what do they I'm call you? A brow? I'm a brow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a brow. I'm a bro. I'm a bro. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they call me. Call me a fluid situation. Yeah, no. So pretty much, I mean, they they locked it down. <laughs> I mean, with the roadblock and everything, they weren't allowing anybody in. So I mean, all business shut down, and even with the clients calling and wanting to come down, they no way to get down. You know, I mean, yeah. it completely just shut us down. Were a lot of people coming by boat? Yeah, they say that a lot. Of, put it this way, I've seen like the sandbar was popping all the time, mm-hmm. and those boats were definitely not from the Keys. A lot mm-hmm. of Miami boats coming down. The weather was really nice during that. Weather's great. Time, oh, the so. weather was phenomenal during the beginning great. of COVID. And, you know, everybody's like, you know, I remember like the shortage in the grocery stores and all that stuff. Granted, shortage. I never once prepared, like, you know, bought excess of food. I'd just go and grab like I normally do. I never had a problem, but apparently it was like a big shortage, you know. But apparently the Miami people were coming down and like parking their boats at uh, Boat Mart right there by your house mm-hmm. and then getting like an Uber to Winn-Dixie or Publix to buy groceries and whatnot. So, yeah, a lot of people were coming down by boat, but. I don't know. I mean, Miami ruins everything, doesn't it? You're going to catch shit for that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say I wanted, it. I wanted to get him a sound bite. So yeah, maybe he no. wouldn't bite. No, I don't bite on that stuff. <laughs> Just smokes it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> so business is like going, doing better now for you, right? Like are you, you know, more charters coming or like it's still kind of slow? Every time I call him, he, you can't get on the boat. Yeah. So. No, I, I definitely stay very busy, but you got to remember, though, too, we just hit slow season. September's our slowest mm-hmm. time of the year, so we missed our prime time. I, right. I missed out, like, 60-something days or whatnot. I mean, I had zero yeah, days that off. That, that's, like our, that's the time to make all your money. I'll yeah. do as many days as I possibly can all day long, you know. But so we opened up June 1st. I was very fortunate that I was able to start working on, uh, it was like, May 20th, May 21st. I was able to start working with some locals that have houses down there, some clients. So I was able to start working like May 21st. So I got like a good solid nine days of working before everybody else. But once June 1st opened up, it was just like full floodgates. I mean, yeah. we were at it every single day. I fished like every day from June 1st, probably until like June 26th. 
and then it got slow for some weird reason right around like the 26th through the July 3rd or something like that and then after that it was like game on because the protest spike well, the Miami epicenter thing kind of really hit people. It's, it's they're like, because they were protesting. And everyone's like, oh, are the Miami people coming. Like, these are my clients talking. They're like, oh, are the Miami people coming down? Like, are they infecting the keys? And I'm like, no. I no. was like, let's come on. Like, there's right. no, but that was really drawing. I was getting a lot of cancellations again because of that. And they just canceled and they didn't want to come down because they didn't feel like they were going to catch it or whatnot. Which, right. in, in my theory, it's like, don't let that gauge how you're going to live your life. Go live it. If you're, you know, pre-existing conditions or elderly, be very smart. But right. like us, go live your life. You know, well, the Come fish, fishermen weren't really protesting either, so they weren't really. Yeah, the fish weren't protesting either. My hook, that's at least they were. They were chewing. I'm like, gonna get in trouble for all this crap. <laughs> let me tell you something. The fishing during the the lockdown was mm-hmm. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, just absolutely boats, less pressure on fire and yep. like in the park and stuff. I take my old. I took my old man fishing a lot because I still wanted to fish and I had the time off. And I mean, so on charters, I don't kill snook or redfish, but like with my old man, as long as it's legal, you know, we do it because I'm doing anything for my dad. You want to kill that? Sure, let's kill it, you know. But uh, we'd go out and limit out 10 snappers and a snook and a redfish a piece. We spent more time driving the boat than we did fishing. I mean, mm-hmm. you're talking one spot in less than an hour, and then we were heading back. And my dad was just like so pumped every single day. Mm-hmm. The fishing was just like unbelievable. And tarpon fishing, too. There was one time. I'm so bummed. No, wait, I didn't go out with you on that Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, there's a long story about that. But Your fault. My fault. <sighs> Anyways. Uh-huh. You, you made me fall in love with tarpon fishing. Yeah. The only time I, I I've spoiled been, you. I've been tarpon fishing twice. Once in, um, where's it, Captiva. And took a, gu- a guide took us out, fought a tarpon for like two hours. Fucker did more rolls than anything. My back was, was, was horrible. And he's My like, oh, it's trophy, it's trophy, it's trophy. Two, two and a half hours, he bends over the front of the boat to get the fish. Oh, snapped. I'm like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. So I've that was like seven years ago, never tarpon fished. And then last year, you guys know, three of us went together. What was the tournament? The ABC uh, Backcountry, yeah, the ABC tournament. All builders. And that was fucking mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, that yeah. was great. That's how you tarpon fish, man. You just run them down, get that leader, and pop them off. Nobody wants to fight. You got to get one picture. I want to get yeah, like. You didn't let Dennis get that picture. I remember it. I was trying remember to get we, a plaque. Remember we had had the one on. You're you're yeah. trying to take a picture, and Charles like, no, no, we're right. leadering it. But yeah. we did take first place. Yeah, right. we took first place. What did I say? What did I say before that tournament? I said we're not going to go for the whole thing. We're going to get most tarpon award or something and, like and we that. Did. Right. And we did. Right. You know, that's yeah. why I was focused on five. What was how many could we catch? It was five, four. four. So four it was four in less yeah. than like an hour or something mm-hmm. like that. But that yep. was awesome. That was. That I remember was, I called. Um, that that tournament got rescheduled, right? It's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up in November. October. Yeah. November. November. First week of November. You guys here? here Told comes, you that already. Okay, here comes that conversation you about you guys going. booking me. Great topic. I've already got people calling me about that tournament. Come so on, Dennis. Give me the dates. Lock it in. I think it's November 6th through 8th. But it's, if it's not those exact days, it's right Before around, I leave right this office, I need something on my calendar. Talk to Jenny. Blocked don't out. talk to me about calendars. Talk to Jenny about calendars. Yeah, talk to Caroline about calendars. Don't ever talk, talk to me about that stuff because, yeah. Right. And that's the day I sold you on the trolling motor, too. Um, no, you just you didn't sell me, so we have to have one. I know, but you saw it in use that day. I did see it. In, yeah, I did see that. That was impressive. Those trolling motors are crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I got to tell you, like, all right, here's a little love for Charles, right? 
such a great experience going fishing with you down in, in Isla Brada. It really is. I mean, it turns into like a completely different person. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, you I mean you're not the asshole that you are right now when you're on no. board. I mean, that's I'm the hype. I'm the hype. That's for sure. I know, no, man. You were great with the kids, dude. I love the kids, man. I mean, they they still talk about it to this day. Like the way he is with the kids on the boat, it's phenomenal. I was telling you yeah. about that when I took your buddy, um, your brother, your twin. Oh, Ian. Ian. I I was telling you about that. Like, even his kids, like, I love the future generation of anglers. Mm -hmm. That and, like, the women anglers, too, because putting a name down for themselves. Because it's such a male-dominated sport, and it's not, like, it's not about us. It's about the people that aren't in it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, educate them, bring them in, you know, teach them the conservation, all that stuff. And the kids are the best place to start. And if you can make that hype real with the kids, I mean, you saw me on the boat. I'm almost like a movie character. Like, you just got to build them up, rub their shoulders. Like, I get people hyped about it, and that's what you got to do. You got to make them want to go back and yeah, you know, no, do man. it again. And, you know, even – and I always try to tell it to the parents because, like, parents are always like, well, let's, like, go catch something else. And I'm like, no, the kids are, like, catching fish left and right. Let's just mm-hmm. stay here until they say we're done. It's all about the kids, you know. Yep. But, you know, I always tell that to the clients. I'm like – Let's make it all about your kids. And a lot of people do, but then they always get those parents that like, yeah, we'll make it all about the kids. And then they just like push their kids out of the way and they're like <laughs> going straight for fishing ASAP, you know? I hate yeah. those days. I'm like, enough with the fucking snapper fishing. Let's go catch something big. No, the kids are having fun. Like, fuck the kids. Let's go. Let's go get something big. <laughs> and I'm always that guy. I'm always know? about that. Come on, Charles. But I can pay for a charter to. I'm going to sit here at the bridge, catch a snapper because the kids are smiling from here to hey, here. Hey, catch something. Book me a different day and don't bring the kids. Then we'll exactly. catch some real fish. That's why go. if I got the kids on the boat, it's about the kids, you know? Yeah. But why don't we do that? Why don't we do the heading into the. Uh, That's when the kids are in three to fours. You haven't got a bite in 45 minutes. This sucks, Dad. I'm not right. coming again. Yeah. Okay. yeah, exactly. We'll go snapper fishing. You got to build time. that sport up in their heads, and then they'll they'll elaborate on not being able to catch a fish all day long because they're going for something difficult. You know, but at first you just got to get them locked into the whole right. sport, you know, aspect of it. And that's why I always try to focus on them and you know build memories and get them addicted. Mm-hmm. We're all addicted to it. We're all connected by water. Good line. I like that. Good yeah, walking. Fluid there. situation. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers. So uh, yeah, yeah. I actually went fishing last week in. Um, Boca Grand with um, Jeff Page. Okay. And uh, we caught a bunch, bunch, bunch of redfish. <laughs> no wonder why he doesn't answer this his guy, podcast. This guy, this Tuesday, guy acts like I, Wednesday. This guy acts There's like only I one Wahoo left time. in the painting now. <laughs> I work 60 hours a week in this damn studio. This one? <laughs> yeah. Where the alcohol is at? Yeah, right. I need the alcohol. This explains a lot why he doesn't answer his phone or his text messages. What he's no, he answers his phone is, all the time. He, he's uh, out fishing. Staying tight. Out fishing. Out fishing. Yeah. I wish. Wishing I was fishing. No. Listen, it's hot. Good job, buddy. It's hot? <laughs> well, I was, you know, I was going fishing in Boca Grande. It was freaking hot. Right? Yeah. Have you been experiencing in Florida some heat issues lately that are abnormal with the water temperatures? It's just hot. It's Florida. I don't know. I well, mean, California, it's really You're hot. trying to get onto a topic no, of I'm just trying to change the fucking topic. Global, global <laughs> no, warming? I'm not. I like what, I when I was doing my homework last no, night. No, actually, what I want to say is, uh, speaking of hot. Don't say it. You guys got some, <laughs> got in some Kuberas recently, didn't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, the Kubera yeah, fishing. Yeah, see? The Kubera fishing, yeah, no, that's been. Trying to turn the head on the fish right there. Come on. See, I, I want to do that, but, you know. What I don't, don't want make everybody mad, ass. but as, as a Jewish guy, I'm like, that's even wasting a perfectly good lobster for a fish. You know, it's like. <laughs> I know. It's unbelievable. 
You're throwing lobster on a hook in the water? That is like, the hell? that has got to be the most expensive fishing. As there a Jewish is. guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it looks like eight bucks. See ya. <laughs> Get that lobster. Get yeah, it's still cheaper than a goggle eye. I think. Can't we use an artificial <laughs> lobster? I, I think we, I think we burned through probably about 80 lobsters in three trips <sighs> Come or something on. like that. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah. I'd be sitting in the back of the boat just watching them with a grill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Keep so, jigging, guys. So the, mm. the good news is. Anybody want a lobster roll? The so good, most the good of the time is, you get the tail back. Yeah, I was going to say. So the good news is if you get like a cheap bite where, like, where they crush the head, you'll get the tail back because of the way it's hooked in. So you'll get the tail back. So like the first time we went, we burned you through. You catch the cooper from it. <laughs> I will say there was a couple tails that were here? like. <laughs> See what I'm dealing with here on a daily basis? It's, it's like I can't ever have a serious conversation. The, yeah, I didn't eat the tails that, like, had the Cubera bites out of it. I only ate the tails that were the heads were gone, but, like, when there was a couple of Cubera bites, I gave them to my grandma. Yeah? I didn't want to. Only to get sharked. Makes yeah. Lobster, Let makes me tell you something. That. That how, is, many, how many how many Cuberas did you get sharked that night with Nick? Let's just say sharks are a real problem. You had a couple of pictures. Couple, you had a couple of nice ones there. Yeah, so the first night we went, we got sharked. This went on the post-editing. John do, puts do, the picture do, of the Cubera. Do, do, do. Yeah. I sure brought my bank right. stick for that thing. They're all upside down. All the sharks in the We keep one in the studio. Down. When Dennis kind of lulls off, we hit him with it. Real cattle prong. <laughs> bank stick's got a punch. You got a cattle prong his ass. Sharks are a real problem. Let me just squirreling me all Let me just here. tell you something. That Those fish... Are pain in the ass. Those are the hardest fighting fish in the ocean. They gotta be. We're using eighty wide reels, fifty or eighty wide reels, hundred fifty pound braid, three hundred or one hundred fifty pound leader. Talk about getting worked. I mean, just absolutely get smoked by these fish. I mean, they will just absolutely wreck you. And the bites, it's everybody's got to do it. It's the coolest thing in the world. But I mean, next year we're doing it. We're doing it. Make sure you stretch. That's all I gotta say. Because like, even Nick hurt himself on the first night. He was like. The first night, I think Nick did pretty well. Yeah, I could have reeled him halfway up for me. <laughs> I tell you, the way to do it is hit him on the electric. That's like the that's only, right. Get that LP going. No, but, we'll do the hooker rod. There you go, Trista. We'll do the we'll do the hooker rod, and we'll act like we're reeling it in. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> a lot of these fish are. They, a lot of people do catch them on the electrics and stuff. But we did last year. We caught one on the electric, and then this year, like I, our whole goal, like mine and Nick's goal, was to catch like join the fifty pound club on a hand crank. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people catch these big ones, and a lot of them are on hand cranks. But then again, a lot of them are also on electrics as well, which is a great way to get a fish in the boat really quickly. It'd be a good TikTok video. It's electric. Everybody <laughs> dancing on the boat while it's coming up. Get a hooker. Get a hooker sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. I mean, That's if we talk about hooker see. enough, maybe they'll send me a reel or two. Real one or two. One or two. Oh. A couple of them. A real, not a... A real. A real, real. Not a real girl. No, like the real, real, real. Okay. Okay. So make sure. Sorry. And the worst part about these fucking fish is that if you don't catch them, they get sharked. That's our teaser. Yeah, they get sharked. Yeah. So how many how many of those cabaras get sharked? Way too many. I don't even know. I mean... Didn't you say something like you you landed like four out of 30 or something like that? It was... We did went a couple nights. I don't remember the exact numbers. But 80 the, lobster. The first night, we caught one whole one. It was Nick's first whole one. We caught the head of a 50-pounder, and then we caught, like, a 25-pounder that was all torn up. It's on my Instagram, the three fish that we got into the boat. There was four of us. That's so it was six, charters. 24. So we had, let's just say we had 24 lobsters, which we definitely had that night. 
and we only got three fish back in the boat, and every single one of those lobsters were hit. So we probably hooked eight. We probably hooked eighteen fish, got two or three short bites, and caught three or whatever. I don't know mm-hmm. if that math adds up. The re- so those seventeen or eighteen fish that we hooked that we didn't get got sharked. And the worst part about it is, is we're using such heavy tackle that when the sharks eat them, and these are no small sharks. I mean, these are like man eaters, like three hundred fifty pound bull sharks. Like, mm-hmm. And once you hook into Sandbars them, bars and bulls, and let's see. bulls, all bulls, yeah. like giant bulls. All bulls. And once you hook into them, you're using such heavy tackle, you can't break them off. Like, typically fishing, you're like, oh, I got sharked. And you pop them off. You cannot fucking break these things off. So you're like, you did CrossFit. You know, like, in the middle of CrossFit when your legs are, like, trembling and you're thinking, why the fuck am I here? Like, I should leave. This is terrible. Once you get hooked in that shark, you have to fight them all the way to the boat. And that's what you're thinking the whole time. It feels like that CrossFit feeling where you're like, this is absolutely terrible. What am I doing? You start questioning why you're doing this kind of deal. But, yeah, they all got sharks. We pulled up. Like, every shark we pulled up was, like, 250-plus pounds, more around the 300-pound range. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just absolutely ridiculous, just flooded with sharks. You couldn't get away from them. That was off Miami, right? It's south of Miami, north of Key Largo. It's, like, a well-known. What are the numbers? Get an avionics (laughs) app. You'll find them. (laughs) Literally on the Navionics app, it says Kubera spot, which is just unbelievable. I think like people, I'm going without you anyway. Yeah, exactly. Right. I think people, I think people literally don't realize that Navionics is like a public app, and they save stuff to it, and then I love Navionics. Yeah, and then everybody can see it, you know. But yeah, it's literally on Navionics. But uh, yeah, it's a good run up there. But talk about expensive fishing. I mean, you're looking at like 300 bucks worth of lobsters every time. But, like, we went a few nights ago, and it's kind of towards the end of the spawn. I heard Jewish guys have a problem with that. I have a problem with that. They do. Fishing is expensive. Fishing is. So, for me to go Cubera fishing, it was $550 out of my pocket between gas and lobsters. And that and that doesn't include, like, my other buddy bringing all the food and then Nick supplying all the terminal tackle. You need a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. I know this guy, Connected by Water Guy, but he won't sponsor me. Yeah. You're already sponsored. I need money. Oh my I'm trying God. to go. Oh, really? I'm trying to go Cubera fishing, baby. That shit's expensive, very expensive. It's expensive. It's expensive. Eighty lobsters. Anyway, <laughs> that's insane. If you think about it, throwing an eight dollar lobster over the side of the boat. <laughs> it's part, lobsters so damn good to eat too. I know. But I will say, in all defense, last time we went, like a couple nights ago, we only got like two bites, and we took up you know twenty lobsters or something. So but you know, you never see Cubera snapper on a menu. I wouldn't eat one. The, uh, They're not good to eat? Okay, so there's like people good. People say they carry Cicatera. I won't eat so, one. So you catch them for the fight or the... the and then food. we give the fish to um, at the guys at Buddy Mary's. So they can get Cicatera. Yeah. <laughs> no, those, they, they don't care. They And that's what I love about them is like... Fuck those guys until they get sick. <laughs> oh, they don't give a shit. Cicatera. They'll eat anything. What the hell is Cicatera? That's Cic- very bad. Cicatera? Skip Smith got it once from eating a hogfish in the Bahamas. Cicatera. I yeah, heard Cic- that. It's like a nerve disease. It's, it's really kind of screwed up. Is it like tetanus? Where you're like, yeah. It, it really just it it messes with you, man, and it and it lingers. It's like it kind of like for the rest of your life. It's it's like it's in your. Oh, it lingers it, with it, you. It gets yeah. in your spine. I am not trying to Cubera. Yeah, That's all I got to say. If you get sick of terror, it's kind of like it's very bad. Like you get extremely sick right off the bat. It's and even it's worse. Kinda, it's kind of like um, if if all right. So uh, I might be getting this wrong, but I'm guessing just for the record. So I'm, I'm going to paraphrase my facts here, but I think I would liking it. Liken it to kind of like a uh, one of those like spinal 
diseases. Like, Ooh, yeah, like terrible. Like one of the spir- spinal viruses that you can get. Like you start locking up and freezing up and. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, muscle, it's a bad time. It's a bad something. time, but then it, that's the thing. It's like you're kind of it's kind of like in your system. Like, oh, yeah, that's why. I, that's why I don't know much about it, but I have heard it lingers with you. Yeah. So put it this way, I, I'm not I'm not eating it, but like it's the bigger ones are more likely to hold it. But like you can eat like a 20, 25 pounder, and it should be pretty good and safe to eat. Like Nick's fish, they ate some of it, and then my buddy John caught like a twenty-five pounder with us, and he took it to the firehouse. He said it was delicious. Yeah, I have no reason to Terrible. gamble on something Terrible like that just for a meal. Put it this way: if someone just like had a fried fish basket, I would just dip it and eat it, and they'd be like, "Oh, that's Kibera. That'd probably be my one and only fish stick. That's why you yeah. never ever eat fried fish in the Bahamas because they use the barracudas yeah. and stuff like that. Right? You don't know what you're eating. So also, though, somebody told me. Um, who's a little bit of a, like a, a nerd told me that it doesn't like sick of terror. Like it's, it doesn't like exist in Florida or something like that. It's more like a Caribbean, like Bahamas thing or something like that. It's even worse. Mm. You get it. Your wife's name is Tara. Those people out of Miami. <laughs> <laughs> you got sick of terror. Me too. <laughs> it's terrible. It's like a vertebrae thing. You know? And I don't like fried fish anymore. Yeah. It, free- it freezes up your bank account. Cheers. <laughs> But those people, the people in Miami, like there's a lot of Miami people, like because it's right off of Miami. A lot of Miami people that go out there and they'll grease like a couple fifty pounders. I think you're allowed to keep two over thirty inches. So like they'll grease two fifty pounders and they eat the shit out. Of them. I think I'm canceling that charter next year. I mean, <laughs> what are you talking about? I already took I'm going to go out. It's five hundred to go out. Going to lose eighty lobsters and get sick of Terra. Well, it's five hundred my end. It's a lot more with terminal tackle and all that. I'd rather see the Cabrera snapper than trying to negotiate. Yeah, but this, painting. this is a fish of a lifetime. It is? Yeah. Let me take your deposit now. So I, I, well, I we got a commission. <laughs> no backing out. We have a commission on the table right now yes. that I cannot mention who it's for just yet. Commission? UFC. To, to, no. <laughs> to, for, of a Cabrera painting. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's going to be yeah. my next painting. I'm still waiting on Once my I painting. Once I finish the Wahoo. Yeah, with the Osprey and sucking suck like a squid or something. Yeah, so for those, that, for those that don't know, I'm still waiting on my painting. Um, when we fish that I'm tournament. I'm still waiting on my deposit for that painting. <laughs> I'm still waiting on my deposit. <laughs> a lot of deposits rolling around. When we were fishing, the AB- you deposited in there. We talked about this <laughs> a little bit earlier, but when we were fishing the ABC's backcountry tournament, remember it was like, what was it? It was as, four, as many fish as you can catch as quickly as you can, but it only could be four, right? Four per category, four per species. Yeah, so I'm sitting there, six and we spe- caught— Six, in, six backcountry species. Yeah, so my strategic goal in the tournament is like, because there's a lot of good guys, I'm like, let's just grab one award, let's just go for most tarpon. So I'm thinking we're going to sit there all day long and just smoke a bunch of tarpon, like mm-hmm. come back with like 30 releases or something like that. And Dennis is like, no, it's only got to be four. And then I want to go And which him and I were like— we didn't. We weren't sure about that, but you called the lady and all that and verified and whatnot. But yeah, I, I called the lady and verified it just to prove it to you. Yeah. I already knew. Yeah, exactly. He already knew because of an instance last year or something like that. But I told him, I was like, if he's wrong and we don't win most tarpon award, I get a painting with Dennis's head as an osprey on an osprey Sounds eating like a tarpon. 365. <laughs> I, I, you remember that? He look at, that. look at Dennis's face right now. He thinks if it's a wrong, joke. But if you're wrong, you said, what? If you're wrong, I take you fishing. If I'm wrong, what? Dennis, he look in his face is like, I'm never painting that. It's gonna, he'll paint it one day. He's gonna be like, what should I paint today? An osprey? What should well, I paint he'll, today? He'll be, a, it'll be his head you on know, an osprey. You know, the body. day, the day I say to myself, what should I paint today? I'm probably gonna be like 90 and like fully retired. Yeah, because you'll have an osprey to paint with your head on it. <laughs> 
You'll never have to wonder what to so paint. So I explain to the crowd, visualize this and illustrate this verbally for people, the, what your painting idea is. An osprey uh-huh. sitting on a channel marker, like in Everglades National Park, which you see every time you run back there. Uh-huh. Your face, because every time you run through the Everglades, there's those wooden marks with the yes. arrows pointing where yep. the channel is at. I always want to stop and take is a picture. Is an osprey the hurricane bird? No, it's ibis. Oh, same shit. And there's always osprey <laughs> sitting on them eating mullet. Ladies and gentlemen, Harris Cat's nature lover. <laughs> osprey eating a mullet on a channel. Yeah, marker. all the time. So I was like, Dennis, in I want park. I want a painting of you with an osprey sitting on a channel marker in the park, but with your face on it eating like a tarpon kind of deal. Because we were tarpon fishing that day, and that was just my creativity growing off my so head. My <laughs> face on an osprey's body. Yes, Dennis Friel on an osprey's body, which is a very masculine bird, by the way. Well aware. People are always like, wow, that osprey's got a fish. And I was like, I guarantee, I always tell my clients, I'm like, I guarantee you that osprey could catch more fish than you. Right. So on what planet and world and time frame do you think that that's ever going to happen? I think. In the hub with the carpet, they don't want to end. You may do that. <laughs> right. Exactly. <Or> the, <laughs> that's true. I think we could get him to do it. It might happen then. I, could, I should just go fill out my UPS application. Life is all about persistence and, like, hammering something when you want it, you know? So as long as I just keep reminding him every single time about it, it might just get into his head to the point where he's like, I got to paint this. Jesus Christ. It would be a great I'm going to paint it just to make him stop talking about it. Exactly. If you annoy him enough about it, he'll just be like, all right, I'm just going to. Even if it's a rough draw. Squeaky wheel gets a grease, huh? Exactly. And I'll never, yeah. t- I'll never have to talk about it again and. It'd be probably pretty damn good painting. Maybe the next Takizi Charters print on the back. <laughs> there you go. Possibly. Oh, who drew that? The guy on the back. Look at his face. It's all possible. So have you experienced a lot of Kubera spar- getting sharked or other fish getting sharked recently? Because we're involved with a group um, that is uh, working on legislation or working with legislators to get... Um, some like depredation things happening regarding, you know, not limiting it out for sharks. Are sharks a problem? Yes, okay. absolutely. Sharks are a real problem. Like put it this way, the sharks are so. So bad. we're not talking about that painting anymore, just for the record. Kill them. No, I'm gonna bring. Yeah, I agree Kill with him. Kill them. Yep, Kill them. Yep. Yep. I agree with him on that one. Probably gonna get some heat from uh, Peta, but. <clears throat> Kill them. I'm not a charter boat captain. I say whatever I want. Kill them all. Sharks are definitely a problem. If you disagree with me, I would gladly take you and show you where sharks are at. I mean, there's places in Everglades National Park and all over the place that you could not pay me enough money to get in the water. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like. Back there in the park. So the, this is interesting. All right, I just want to say because of what you're talking about right now, most of the conversations we've been having offshore. are like 300 foot of water, like offshore, you know what I mean, off the reefs and everything. You know, people putting up kites and getting their they're, wahoos. They're in a problem shark everywhere. Like They're in Boca but Lake. One, yeah, one of the reasons I wanted to bring it up with you because it's also a problem. I by a shark the other week. I was standing there shark. and some rubbed by my... Yeah, thing and then not my thing, but my leg. Really? Sometimes I Third get leg. confused. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. <laughs> was it a lemon or what was it? I don't know. Yeah, we were just down in Key West. Fucking Maybe somebody's hand. I don't know. Something there's a problem everywhere with Harris's thing and with mine <laughs> and the keys. Right. They're literally a problem everywhere you go. I can take you anywhere you want to go and show you a shark problem. So I'm, tell me how it is in the park right now. The par- put it this way: You do not stick your hands in the water in the park. Expensive. You have to bring new charges there too huh? to get in the park, right? 
Yeah, well, that's a whole different conversation. You're talking about the the fees and shit they're trying to, like, push, which is like... Yeah, but let's get back to the Sharks. This and, guy? And the Pilar. Yeah, can I get... Is there any more... There's no more Tito's, man. That's all we had in the feels house. Like a, uh, that's all we had in the house. Feels like can I open this Talladega one, Papa? Yeah, you can open that one. You can open whatever you want. What's the deal with bathroom breaks on a podcast? Do I have to raise my hand, or can I just go? You could just go. John okay, after the, stop. After it's like Talladega drink. Nights and Pilar... <laughs> Am I ruining your display by opening this? I have more. So when we nice did, tea. we Thank had, you. they gave us a bunch for, this um. This look really good in the Deerfield house. We look good there. I know, just saying. Papa's Pilar. Oh, I have another one in the other room. A little transom like that. That's nice. Is um, that a transom? Mm-hmm. Oh, it is a transom. Yeah. Right? Here, we'll, we'll Didn't you just do some button. gangster transom you painted for a bar? Yeah, Mar- Marlon Manor. I that, saw the pictures. That looked so that was, killer. Yeah, so that is the owner of um, the boat flight plan, which is a Spencer um, based out of Hillsborough Inlet. And they just built brand new construction on Hillsborough Mile. I looked at a Spencer once. It's a great boat. Jet boat. Oh, that's right. The new jet boat that they developed. The yeah. Jet boat. Everybody said, don't do it. Right. I don't think you can fish behind it. But, but just put the lines out a little longer. Have you heard anything else more about that boat? Uh, I heard the one they built. It was beautiful. It looked like a sport fish with jet boat going like two feet of water. I think it's on a lake. I think it's on Lake Michigan or mm-hmm. something. But um, so it's still like prototypey. No, it, it it's real. Yeah, would this be a bad idea, Club Soda and Pilar? It's like aliens. And was it Venus? We just discovered life. Yeah, you can put that in there. I got some women's underwear in the next room for you too. You Thank just you. take yours. I'm off. already wearing. I'm already <laughs> wearing mine, so you're good. So back, um, back to sharks. Back to sharks. Okay, so back to sharks. These guys definitely a problem. Uh, put it this way, I, I so <sighs> Dennis is not very good at introducing me. Well, real quick, this 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 is a problem we're having. How is I not good at introducing? This, I don't think we told on, anybody uh, that I'm a captain in Alamorada. We did, and so I thought sharks? everybody knew you already. You said you were uber famous. See these sharks? I try. I think I am. Yes, I'm angry now. See these sharks? So the whole social media buying shit on Facebook and everything, like I went in and I was telling the Gale Force twins, Emily and Amanda, the they, they love the baby sharks. So they had this commercial on Facebook, these talking baby sharks, buy baby sharks, whatever. So I said, oh, they love them. I'm going to buy it for them. And then this shit showed up. Little things. It's like false advertising. Right. And then the same thing happened the other night. I see this Maui Jim sunglass special. Three hundred forty nine dollars. Oh, yeah, that's a big scam. 30, oh, I got myself a couple of nice pairs of glasses. I think so my wife's like, "There's scams running." Oh no, it's and then I'm and then once I get the email back, I'm reading Maui M A U U U I I I I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Bought these sunglasses. What? You know I'm, I'm a Maui this, gym this ambassador. Be, Why this, do you do that? Because they sh- they know about this. This is terrible. This should be illegal. No, I'm this just saying. Terrible. You need one Maui gyms. Just this ask is terrible. You. Wait, we, we need, you know, because whatever they, happened to they, Costa? They defunded the social media police, and now all this shit's online. There's always scams rolling with those. I was just fishing my buddy from Costa, and they were literally on the boat talking about like this Costa scam going around. There's always scams going around with them. Hey, you, you get back to the sharks now. Side yeah. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna have a hell of a time editing this yep. one, John. No, just uh, yeah. don't edit it. Did you at call him Elton John. Just, <laughs> you just call him Elton John. I said no, Elton John. What do you what do you use <laughs> to edit? Premiere Pro. Oh, I can't afford that. An audition. I use iMovie. I thought you just said you're going to have trouble playing the piano, Elton John. Why, why even <laughs> Why even edit this? Just let it roll raw. I'm still curious on how he's going to do the intro, though. 
You weren't wearing a banana have... suit this time. No. I didn't know what I was going to come and walk He's into. He's going to wear those shoes and walk in. You're going to have to put your shark outfit back on, and he can snag you with one of those rods. I'm just going to sit back, and I'm just going to let you guys talk for the rest of the podcast. It's not a bad idea. Me and Harris definitely can roll. That's for sure. We can roll. We can definitely roll. We're good at talking. Yeah. We, me and Harris have a problem staying on topic because we just go, <laughs> go, go, go. You think? Uh, we're not terrible. I, I, I will tell you this, though. I'm serious, don't. Like, Charles and boat captains, this is what got me into this whole genre of fishing and everything else. It was like, I'm, I'm 50, so it was like it was only 10 years ago. I mean, I was born in the Bronx. My father didn't fish. Nobody fished. I never got on the water. My wife did it all, so she prompted me to get into this stuff. But um, oh, Corinda was the one. To- yeah, well, Corinda did, and you know, um, I uh, I'm in the staff. I, I had two companies. Still have a couple of companies in the staffing business. And uh, there's a guy Vince Verger, a good friend of mine, UCF connection, Lambda Kai. Mm-hmm. Uh, who started uh, the, I am old the Wahoo. Li- yeah started the old I am the Wahoo started the old Liquid team with Artie Sapp as his captain and I was just enamored by the whole thing like like he, Vince is a staffing guy and he's got this cool fishing team and he goes out and just really cool and that was that's my new dream I want to I want to do this one day and um, got thrown into it which is great like he said he was up president of UCF Fishing Club. And he posted one day on um, on Facebook he needed a place to keep his Maverick, his skiff. And I have some acreage in uh, Mims, Florida. So I said, oh, who's this guy? Reached out to a buddy of mine, Trevor, who's a friend of him. Said, yeah, he's a stand-up guy. Call him up. Called up Charles. Said, hey, you can keep the boat here. I Never, didn't even know the guy. Yeah, we didn't even know each other. Just Didn't even know him. Said, you can keep the boat here. Trusted you're, me to park my boat at his house. And You're a UCF guy? Keep keep it here. And I didn't even know he was born in Almirada until... A year or two later. Yeah, no, he brought it up. He's like, you're from Alamorada or whatever? And I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm graduating. I'm going back to Alamorada, and I'm going to be a charter captain. like, shit, I have a house in Alamorada. That's pretty cool. Word for word there. And then, um, you know, he's out there. Verbatim. He's got the Maverick. And I had a um, 23-foot Hydrosport Bay Bolt down there. I'm like, hey, you want to use my boat? Just sitting there. And that's where... Gave him, let me use Takizi Charter's name, mm-hmm. get started. And, uh, you know, Takizi, good name. Mm-hmm. Killer name. Killer uh, name. I don't know, what I like about it, too, and what I told Harris is. Takizi Girls are easy girls. Oh, my God. Come on. That just killed your, your snapper fishing ch- children. Yeah, this, this, is, <laughs> this is why I'm just letting you guys do well, the rest my, of the What I told Harris is. I loved the Takizi name. And the first time I saw it, I was at I his property too. in Mims, and it was on some Adirondack chairs. And I didn't know what it said because I'm may I be college educated, but I'm also, I couldn't, I didn't know what it said. And my girlfriend's like, it says Takizi. I'm like, I don't know. So I she asked. She didn't say Takazi or Takizi. Yeah. And so I didn't know what it meant at first. And then like. Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. So then Harris. Yeah. Yeah. We we're like Takizi. And the guy's like. Takizi. Yeah, like, Brick Captain. How do you say this? Yeah, Brick. Rick. Yeah. Rick. Well, it, but the dream is, is that, and I told Harrison, I love the name and all that. And I was like, and the dream is, is that one day, you know, with his brand, we'll build it up to the point where, let's say me and Dennis are standing in the store or something like that. And you're like, let's just say it turns into like some type of drink or whatever, you know, just let's use an example. And you're like, oh, we should get that Takazi stuff. I'm like, no, you idiot. It's Takizi. Takizi goes down easy. Yeah. It'd be cool it's a hard to pronounce name and but some people really get it like 
I get people on my charters and they know exactly how to pronounce it and all that Why stuff. Why is it Takizi, Charles? Because I make fishing easy. Whatever you, you know, I just get lucky. All kinds of stupid pun lines. You know? Yeah, and it's yeah, it's a killer name. It is absolutely a killer name, and the whole idea is for it to be very well known. You oh know? yeah, it's cool. Someone's like, what, what's up with that Takazi stuff? And the other guy's like, no, dude, Takazi's pretty cool. It's Takizi. No, we're not doing. Get that. it right, Takizi. You know, I want it to be like well known, like. Get but, it right, kind but, of deal. It's like UFC versus UCF. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's just right. three letters. Gotta I mean, come right. on, dude. Well, but it's just <laughs> it's an acronym. I mean, fucking uh, uh, yeah. Put it together. <laughs> but I'll tell you, Takizi or or whatever Native Son, whatever charter out there, you know, Stanzac. It's that's what got me intrigued about everything in the fishing community. It's I've been in business. I've been working my ass off thirty plus years, and you know, in business, everything just doesn't happen there's details about it and there's a there's a definite difference on why guys like charles go out and catch and idiots like me go out and get lucky and there's a difference there from like you're talking about kubera the expense of it the tackle what you're going to use you know i i'm a fan of watching videos all day and it's just it enamors me he doesn't watch my videos though no, it enamors me <laughs> what goes into He's got time on his hands. yeah what goes into catching he it, watches it, the it twins enamors me. Yeah, I get, get, they got, Gale Force got some good how stuff. How to dock out. a boat. How to anchor a boat. Yeah, I need that shit, <laughs> Yeah, we were know? just talking about that earlier. How I to, need that. How I to need, tie up a cleat on an anchor. I need that, you know? And it's um, it's a science, and it's a credit to you and the whole industry. It's it's not what you think it is. So much goes into it. Like, I feel pressure as a captain on my fun boat to go out and just put people on fish. But the the preparation behind it's all preparation, study. There's so much that goes on that you don't see. It, it's... It's so amazing. You guys are true athletes out there, you know, professional athletes. And it's a lot of work. That, that's what mm-hmm. keeps me into this this whole genre. It's a grind. It's almost like painting, Dennis. The preparation. I never think of what I'm going to paint. I just I, do it. I always, well, that's he's I, always I always compare fishing to art. It's, it, there's a lot of parallels. It's it's a amazing. Lot. Either you get lucky or you don't. Luck is merely prep when preparation meets opportunity. I'm a, I'm a firm believer fishing is a lot of luck. Don't get me no, wrong. No, no, it's yeah, I but, think yeah, it's a ton luck of luck. is when preparation meets opportunity. That's it. Or you just lucky. That's it. That's all it is. No, you got to be. You can't just be lucky. Harris you be is lucky. For it too. I'm pretty lucky. Me and you Harris have be had for the moment. Me and Harris have had like a really good string of a lot of people. Luck. Have luckily, Seth seen a fish coming through their spread. And I've been very lucky with. Uh, since our endeavors have been together, I mean, I, we have been very fortunate. We didn't, we didn't fish for a long time together. And the first time he takes me out, you know, I've had a house in the Keys now. For it was slow. It was very slow. Ten years. No, and, you know, you go out, you go to the homes, you catch your little your five-pound footballs and everything, having a good time. And then he goes, all right, come on, we're going to go out. And took me to this spot. We're in 200 feet of water, and we catch two 30-pound tuna. Mm-hmm. And I was, all, was, fuck, I was uh, all fucking pissed off because I'm like, what the fuck, man? I've been running the humps for five-pound tuna all the time, chasing birds all over the goddamn place. He takes me out. One of them skyrocketed, too. It's pretty sick. It's that, like one of those things that's, like, ingrained yeah, in I your love head. Black, I love blackfin. I never get, I never How get tired fight? of We got smoked people. by those things. I don't fight fish, and I had to fight one of them because Harris was fighting the other one. Mm-hmm. Those things just absolutely worked us. I mean, mm-hmm. on twenty pound test, I mean, those thirty pound circling just, underneath. Oh the, my god! Yeah. I mean, we must have spent fun. forty minutes fighting yours, and cool. I was probably right around the same time. I mean, it was just, yeah, it was definitely a really good experience. But that, and I was thinking about that on my way up. That was definitely like a slow day for me, but on the normal eyes, that was a, you know, benchmark kind of day. You know, and that's what I think separates me from a lot of people. Is I keep my expectations really high. I don't settle, you know. I've always believed that, like, only fools settle, you know. So, like, when I go out on the water, I'm expecting the best of the best. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
if you catch eight snook and uh, three redfish and two tarpon, I'm like, that's eh, an all right day. Mm, that's you, why you, you want know? to be with Gra- connected by water. Granted, I, granted, I'm a client, so I build it up. I know how to build it up because that was a benchmark day. You got to remember, like on my slowest days, like you know, catch a couple snook, a couple redfish, some trout, snappers, or whatnot. You know, slow day, and they love go love those snappers. Snappers, baby, I love a good snapper. I hate snapper fishing. You I hate, hate I hate mangrove snapper fishing. I hate. I like you didn't it. even drop a line in the last time no, you were down I, for I the spawn. No, I sit there and crack one open. Yeah, or something. you let Ryan and them just, do all the fishing. I, I, yeah, I just, I'm not a snapper guy. My dad loves snapper fishing. Just not a snapper guy. Can't do it. Like, if, uh, like when it comes to, like, all that, the back bay, the trout, and the snapper, and all that, I could do without it. You, know, you I, love the back. Yeah, but I love the back for, you, like, stuck and tarpon. That's where you, you... Dennis Friel, backwater fishing man. Right. It's the first What's your tarpon, though, but not really for the snapper. Yeah, he wasn't really maybe. digging it. When we took the kids he fishing, I could snooky. tell he wasn't he really digging fishing. it. Yeah. John. Snook master. You snook masters? That's what he calls me. Yeah, I like see, the way see, yeah, yeah, he likes the way it sounds. I'm now. sure it's great. You know, you put down what you don't know because you're an asshole like me, and I just don't know backcountry, so I put it down. Yeah. Backcountry is not like easy. That. No fishing's easy. It's yeah. I love when clients are always like, "Yeah, it's Tikizi. That's why you come with me, baby. We'll make it easy." Like I tell you, we caught some redfish with Careful, Jeff. You Jeff last like, week. You know we caught some nice sized redfish with Jeff last week, <laughs> and on top water doing the doing the big. Oh top yeah, yeah, that's like the coolest eat you could ever yeah, get. Dude, on when, top that, water. when that redfish pounded that top water lure, that's, boom! That, that's <laughs> balls, dude. Good job. See, buddy. I'd rather not hook a fish on top water. I'd rather watch that thing pop. You ever seen a top water fly out of the air five feet? Yeah. And then as soon as it lands the, the water, off. you start yeah, you start working again. And the fish hits it again. It flies up, and then like the third time, it finally hit, mm-hmm. eats it. That's much cooler than yeah. You know, you know, one second stall, and then you start yeah, and it, and it like yeah. flies up in the air, and you keep working it, and then yeah. it hits it again. That's like the coolest thing I'll ever see in your life. Yeah, it was cool fishing with Jeff, man. Jeff's a good dude. You know, I got a funny story. He's so. on the Florida Insider. Yeah, he's Florida one right? of the Insider Fishing Report guys, right? So we're we're driving to like the next spot, and we're talking. I, I don't know how we got on politics, right? It's a big topic. On we we got on politics. He's talking about it, right? And he goes, he's oh talking about the election. He talks like this. That's how Jeff talks, right? He sounds just like that. Who Donnie? No, Jeff Page. Oh, so I'm like, you know what? I'm like, you know, what? I really instead of Pence, I really would have. Thought it would have been interesting to see Nikki Haley as the vice presidential running mate because I really like her and she's really strong and everything. He's like, he goes, Oh, that was that one that was overseas doing all the other diplomatic stuff, right? And he goes, You know who I want to see as vice president? It's like the Pathfinder's like wide open, like running across the bay. I'm like, Who? He goes, Ted Nugent. How awesome would that be? Oh man, just imagine that. I'm like, What the hell, Jeff? I'm like, Do you think like. He's going to, like, walk out on the White House lawn and, like, start playing the national anthem in freaking leopard skin speedo. Everybody. You know, in this country today, that's what people expect out of a president. Right. You know, they don't understand, like, what's behind it. They just want to see, like, some but, star and whatnot. I mean, he's always... like, no, nah, I thought he was joking around. He was dead serious. He's like, no, I want Ted Nugent as the vice president. <laughs> well, like, all right, Jeff, I don't honestly, think it's going to it wouldn't be a bad option compared to what else is out there right now. You know, put a little Teddy up there, which is sad because American people, just they the way they vote, I mean— I always tell people, you talk about politics with Jeff, you know, on the boat. I will tell you, politics are a huge conversation on my boat and a good way to, like, stay neutral in it. And, like, I don't sit there and talk about Donnie or nothing like that, you know, my boy Donnie. Um, I just always tell people, like, because it's a huge conversation. I'm like, listen, all I care about is the economy because when the economy is pumping, that means people are making money. And when people are making money, that means they're spending money. And that means they're traveling to the Keys and spending it with me. 
That's all I really care about. You know, oh, Jim Mooney. Jim Mooney. Have you seen some of the policies that they want to roll out on the left? It's like, I'm, I don't so- really I'm sorry. I will take Trump's crazy tweets and great economy any day over the bullshit. I just want an economy. About. I don't really care who's sitting in office. Just pump that fucker. Just keep it rolling. He'd be interesting to take charter fishing, huh? He don't like the, he doesn't like boats. Um, his his son does. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. I'd love to get he Donnie out on the boat, but he don't want to go fishing. He just wants to go probably cruising. He's like the type well, of he guy. Fishes. Trumpy? Connolly Trump Jr. No. Oh yeah, yeah Trump Jr. Yeah, Donnie yeah. don't fish though, but don't Junior know, yeah. Junior does. Junior really likes it. Uh, Don, 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 Donnie Senior takes me as a Chris Craft kind of guy. Not to get He's jealous. like the type of guy that's like, I don't want to, I don't want to ride the wind. I want to make the wind. You know. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, Sailboats. What are those? He's not, like, let's burn some gas. Not to get you jealous, Charles, but um, Dennis did do a drawing of uh, Trump's head on a on a fish. I, I knew he. Trumpet fish. <laughs> Trumpet fish. And I, did a, and I did the Hillary Clinton blowfish. <laughs> she couldn't blow me. Yeah. I wouldn't let her. She and it was, deserve And that. then I did them independently during the 365 because my 365 project was in 2016. So that was during the election year. That was in 2016? Yes, it was. It was during the, oh, it was, I know it because it was during the election year. So I did a trumpet fish, and I did a Hillary Clinton blowfish. Oh, I must have been following you for a while, because I remember you doing that. You have been following me for a while, Charles. Stalker. I'm a stalker. You are a pretty good-looking, Dennis. So, Thank you. Yeah. John's the best looking out of all of us, though. I don't know. No. Gotta, this guy keeps fucking out, saying he's you gotta 50. you got to put the camera on him. Man. i got to stay out wondering what he's looking like. No, There's he, enough he, cameras he, in here. Have so you the, ever been on camera? You gotta move it. You gotta see what John looks like real no, quick. I think, on, once, I think once or over. twice we put him There's on, right? Finger. You said he's yeah. good looking. I think he's been on once. One time. Who he played, yeah, played. I popped in there once. Who do I gotta talk to you to get him? That's John John on the corner. We call him John John on the corner. I didn't even know he I didn't even know he was here. Like with the when I was doing my homework, like listening to the podcast, does <laughs> he always like? So here's he the always thing. He, Quiet. So here's I'm the thing. Fucking notes this whole time. Right. So here's the thing. I want if I John. Don't pay attention, I get screwed. In right. Editing. I want John to be part of the show, and John's like, I got to take notes. I'm like, he John, should have no, a back. You got to come. What notes are you taking? Because well, a lot of times, especially when we talk about fishing, all these things picks, and mesh them together. So picks I'm knows eleven minutes. John knows more about fishing than I do, so I want him to comment like whenever he can, and he just doesn't want to comment. You fish a lot. Yeah, yeah. Do. You, do you sit in on every podcast, all fifty of them? Yeah, fifty. You've been all fifty. Yep. Yeah. This is fifty. What? This is John's show. This is 50 he puts the whole thing together. Six fifty-seven. Where you got, you go to college? Yeah, I went to FAU. Okay, and what would you uh, graduate or what you what you what you study? Um, business management. Okay, that's why I studied as well. Yep. What got you into like the whole editing and what the technology? Because this is a whole different just, field right here. I yeah. mean, television production is like. I've always kind of been into photography and stuff, just as a hobby. Being in the water, just being out fishing, I just always enjoyed it. And going to be taking pictures of girls. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I that's started like the dream just be a photographer for hot models. Tough to talk around. Yep. yep. Right? See what I mean? So you're you're into the fire now, John. You're you're into the fire right. now. I just, yeah. I, I just like his 56 episodes, and he hasn't been on one. And then yep. I come into town, and we, we got him on, baby. Right. Come on. Right. I don't but, um, get him on here more often. Yeah. But I just started taking pictures from my buddy, uh, Jimmy Wicket, that does the Meat Mayhem tournaments. Okay. So I started documenting all his stuff, and now he's fucking recording Now me. you're on the podcast. Yeah, baby. <laughs> now he's on. Oh, see. Yeah, I know a little bit about editing. I'll give this to you so you can edit in. Like, I was going to say, you got to air do more of this. You got to air stuff. All right, I got to write my timestamp. You got to airdrop it. <laughs> Although yeah, is that what you're doing? Like picking yeah. times, like Harris picks nose, eleven minutes yep. and twenty two seconds. Pick my nose one time. Make sure that <laughs> shit makes it in. We're so. here, baby. We're live. 
Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, we're in the middle of the podcast, so I have to do. So, I have to like do more of this. See, oh, there's John. You gotta do it sideways, yeah, Dennis. That's amateur story. shit right there. No, this is for Instagram stories. Yeah, John. Yeah, but it's gotta be sideways because it's all it's high resolution. I took him one time. We didn't catch shit, so I haven't how, taken how, him again. How do you do out there? <laughs> He did good. It, did was, good. it was rough. We went on the beach. What, are you trying snow. to judge my fishing skills? No, but I love when Dennis comes fishing with me. I love fucking with Dennis. <laughs> yeah, he loves fucking with Dennis. That's See, for Dennis, sure. Dennis, Dennis. If there's any certainty in life, that's the truth. See, what what did, the, uh, what did the wife think when we went out with the kids? Was she happy? Was she like, that was fun? That was... To this day, Who, she... Tara? <laughs> Sick of Tara. To this day, she keeps bragging on the entire family that she caught the biggest fish. Okay, so that. advice to all charter captains out there listening... Obviously, if you're older, you might have figured this out. But it's not about the dude on the boat. It's about his wife. So, like, if you get a husband-wife, it's yep. all about the wife. Because if the wife enjoys it, the husband gets to come back and do it again. Bingo. Same That's thing with the kids. It's all about the kids. Because if, if the husband can't get away from the kids, if you get the kids glued, a few trips from yep. now, we could do whatever the husband wants to do or whatever the dad wants to do. You know, if he's like, I want to catch a snook, I'm like, no, let's just do snappers and get the kids involved. Give them a couple more trips, get those kids dialed in or get the wife addicted to it. Then we can do whatever you want to do. We can go sit all day waiting for a marlin bite or whatever, you know. Go snapper fishing. Did you just say marlin bite? Marlin bite in the backcountry has been fire recently. Absolutely fire. Charles Land's a tarpon. All right, let's go snapper fishing. (laughs) Oh, now it's time to go catch that big blue. Catch a Kubera snapper. All right, let's go snapper fishing. Dennis, during the tournament, we'll keep fighting. I'm trying to get a picture. I'm like, fuck that fish. Break him off. I was like, we already got him. Yeah, man. We were at the JJ, and I was wondering why Charles was snapper fishing. I snapper fish <laughs> on land and in the water. There's just snappers everywhere. They follow me around. Yeah, but De- Dennis is fun to take fish. One of the best eating fish. Yeah, it's good. I took Dennis fishing once, and it was it was great. And uh, we have once four, once he took one fish. of my boats. It doesn't ever take me the fishing. Sword, the the swordfish trip recently. No, oh, not that one. Not that one. I part. I partner with a guy that's got three boats, and he never takes me fishing. I took you fishing, and I had a great time with you. That's because we never get paintings out of it. I'm still waiting on my painting. Great, he gets, we- he gets paintings. Great, great weed line. Forty-eight intrepid. Dennis starts running to the front of the boat to show us how we pitch baits to the weed line. And that's when I crank it up to about 15 miles an hour to watch. <laughs> Hold him. on, buddy. To watch Dennis. <laughs> 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 and we're all watching. So now Dennis you see why back. Harris isn't catching any fish. We're all he's watching. Doing like that. He's too busy messing with you. But I'll tell you, it's all about having smiling. Fun. Right? No, you're Good right. job, buddy. It's all about having Good fun, job, buddy. <laughs> it's all about having fun. I got to tell you, right? So this, like, right. I tell this everybody my, that gets on my boat. I can't promise you're going to catch a fish, but I can promise you you're going to have a great fucking time. Listen, that's what it's all about. It's my, all about having is, a good time. This is my I love you, you man. Get to the piano, but you. Can't tuna yeah. fish. <laughs> what the fuck did you hear that one? Oh, you were back on that Elton John thing. So went back to the piano. I, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he talks about sometimes. I really don't. Listen, my love you, man, moment. So I really appreciate that you're like that, though, beyond, to be honest with you. Like, this don't is, lie to me. <laughs> don't make it <laughs> No, it's true. No, I mean, listen, I mean, like, I could have gone in the business with a lot of shittier guys than you. That's for sure. You know, I, I'm loving every minute of this, dude. And, and I mean, it's all about I, the ride. Yeah, I yeah. That's the greatest thing that I've ever heard, and I try to live my life by every single day. Is Harris's little slogan? It's all about it. People are so consumed with where am I going to be in 20 years? You know, they're all about timelines. Like, got to own a house, got to do this, got to do that. And next thing you know, you're 50 years old and your life flew by. Yep. It's all Did about it? the ride. Well, fuck, I'm 50. The best thing that's ever had in my life is 
Harris telling me that it's all about the ride because it makes you sit back and like me and Harris are like sharing very memorable moments together and of my life and hopefully his as well. And he just sit there and remind you, just enjoy the ride. Well, you know, enjoy you, the ride. To the best of my knowledge, you got one shot at life. Right. You know, and, and you got to do something you're happy at. You, you got to enjoy every moment. And that's why I'm like, it's all about the ride. Listen, it is. It. Connected by water, right, didn't start because I had this idea in my head that I need to find a partner. It just, this all happened organically. Yeah. Like it, it's not like I was looking for a freaking a guy to partner up with to start a new company. Like we had our he studio. He was on the corner, ninety five, holding the right. sign. I, I went on Craigslist and I put up an ad. How much, baby? Looking Ken, for a dude. Can paint for money. Right. Looking for a dude that <laughs> what's, that knows how to run a business because I obviously don't. No, but <laughs> can paint for money. Oh man, but it's true, and it's it, and everything's been a blast. You know what it's I mean? Been great. Yeah, it's, it's a business. Where, you know what I mean? We got like whatever, but this has been fucking fun. Listen, we're not curing any diseases here at Connected by Water, right? And I'm not trying we're to solve memories. any of the world. Yeah, we're, I'm not trying to solve we're any of the life. world's problems. Look at our podcast; it's just one big like freaking train wreck, and I love it. Every minute, I love it, it. absolutely. Right? And we're trying to just basically just do the best we can with. With creating the best quality art in the business, the, on putting on the best materials, and mm-hmm. trying you gotta to, have a plan. It's like we trying we, to bring a dream to everybody. Yeah, there is a plan, and you guys are absolutely amazing at it. But I love the connection that is built here. You know, like yeah. when Dennis gets on the boat, I just like can't help but like kind of smile and laugh. He looks looks at me and like, hey, how you doing? Like, there's just like that connection between everybody here. You know, and it's like that's what makes life so beautiful. You know, that's the whole theory behind Connected by Water. And fish, it's, it's not yeah. about the actual fish that you catch. It's about the moment and all the moments that led up to bringing it. You know what I mean? Well, and, and the life. Like Dennis that gets on my boat the other day when I'm fishing his family, and I just like kind of start smiling. You know, I was just like, "This is gonna be a great day." Well, fishing you know? is yeah. awesome. I mean, you could have a day. You know, everyone's sleepy on the boat, nothing happening, and then that magic moment happens and it changes everything. Yeah. I'm gonna be and honest with you. It's like amazing. the day we went fishing. Like John and I only been fishing that one day, right? And I keep yelling at him because <laughs> now he's ever since that day, like he keeps posting like fish, and I'm like, oh. So you, you catch and fish yeah, without you me. Catch fish without me. <laughs> but the the one day we go, we don't catch any fish, right? The wind's blowing hard. Like the baits are all just like. That's why I didn't take you anymore. Th- right. That's why he doesn't take. Yeah. It's freaking take. I'm laughing over there in the corner. Like I'm not bringing this guy anymore. Right. But I'll be honest with you. It's like when you go fishing and we talked about this on the show. I haven't talked about this topic in a while. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, about I'm to say though, right? But when you go fishing with someone, there is like a primal bond. Right, the, the primal thing is the, the, what we establish is what the thing is. You've been for watching lo- Meat for, Eater for the longest time. No, I haven't watched him. I haven't been watching anything. To be honest with you. So we were trying to figure out like, what is it? What is that space <laughs> between that happens to you? Like when you go like fishing with someone or like hunting with someone, it's like it kind of like changes your relationship with that person like forever. Like yeah. you can go fishing with someone like one time. It's that. It's and that, not see him for like six years. It, it's yeah, that memory. Dude, we went fishing that one day. It's that adrenaline rush that you were there with each other. It the, happened. And it's our human nature. It's our primal bond. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. When you're on the hunt and when you, when you experience that with someone, and it even converts even more when you catch like a big fish. Like that was the, you know when I caught that big fish with you that one day. Like we'll have that forever. You know, it's that's something that's ingrained yeah. into your head. That right. that visual and you just can gets live ingrained. You that's the it. idea. That's part of the idea behind connected by water. It's like you, it creates that bond and, and then that fusion between the people. That that when you have those experiences with each other on the water, it's like you can take that with you for the rest of your life, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely. And, and it's meaningful. 
It's really meaningful. And I don't think it's there impactful. are, there are yep. many mm-hmm. things more meaningful in the world than that. You know, because you can go, you can, you can be like, yeah, we partied at that bachelor party with that dude. And it's like, well, I don't really know that dude. We didn't really like, you know, it's like, all right, we had a good time, but it's not like, you know, that it's a time moment. we had on the water. I'm in know? sales. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's like sales. Uh, I used to be a salesman. You tell these stories and it's like fishing. You're always going to tell that story mm-hmm. or that hunting trip. You, those are those moments that just, it brings you together. You you could close your eyes and you could tell every detail about it. What happened? You know, you, you you want it so much. It's such a special feeling. You were talking about the swordfish trip. I was this daytime swordfish trip, and we were trying it so much. You mm-hmm. know, I'm a novice. I'm an idiot that is fortunate enough to got into this industry and go fishing a lot and enjoy it. And we went six times for a daytime sword. Nothing. And with daytime sword, you know, you've got so much stuff out there. You've got 2,300 feet of line. you got... 15 pounds of weight, you got leaders, you got lights, so much that can go wrong. You know, there were so many times we thought we were bringing something up. Oh, we're on, we're on. You were on one of those trips. We're on, we're high-fiving, fucking lines tangled up and fucking weights down there. It's so funny. Time out. I got to pause you for oh, one second. Well, can I get to take no, a real no, time? No, 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 no. Oh, shut up. Shut up. This, is, this, is, this is me. This is me. I'm the pee on your floor unless I get keys. Let me get, can I get your keys again? Oh, you got to go to the bathroom? I don't know. I've been, yeah. Go ask Brian. I'm go about to break this. Hold on, hold on. Hey, hold that. Uh, yeah, finish the story or wait. I'll finish the story while you're uh, peeing. But no, I want to be here. You're right, so you want to be here. Um, so when you, you hold when, it, when a swordfish is about, I've been holding it. When a swordfish is about to get brought up with him on the boat, right, you start hearing like, and he starts blasting like the Rocky music, yeah. and then the awesome. eye of the tiger he starts coming that shit at four a.m. in the morning. I'm, I'm captaining the boat, so I'm looking at the guy on the rod. We on? We're on. We're on. We're on. You sure? We're on. We on? We're on. And then he starts boxing. And then the weight comes up. It's all the sword coming up. It's all tangled. Fucking weight there. So that shit, and that was after, but. That kind of shit was pissing me off, so I gave up for a bit. And then I watched another uh, Florida Sportsman video by Mike, and, and it all came together. Re-inju- it, it got me all excited again. So I called my two guys, Rich and Jay. I said, listen, we're going Monday. You guys in? This is the trip. I feel it. I got I got it down pat now. Now I know when to make the fucking turn. And that bow, we're going to fucking tie that bow up, and we're going to catch that sword. So they're like, we're in. So I tell my wife, I said, it's the seventh trip. I was born on 7770. We're going to catch it today. And we went out that morning. We put it out. 45 minutes in, we got the hit. The line went, doot, 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 doot. And when I tell the story, they go, no, you missed the bite. The bite was this. When you saw this, he was, he's been on 20 minutes or whatever. Fuck no. We caught the fish. So <laughs> Don't matter when he bit. That motherfucker's dead. So, so like, fish comes up. 100 yards off the port side, jumps out of the water, goes down 600 feet. We fight him some more, comes up, jumps up, goes down 1,000 feet. Two hours and 45 minutes, we're fighting him. Um, and then we're getting him up, and everyone's like, oh, the fight doesn't, Mike says, the fight doesn't start until you get the weight off. So we're all like, we'll all watch the video. Now we're all waiting for the weight. Everyone's standing by the side waiting for the weight to come up. Weight comes up. It's in a fucking four-foot ball of seaweed. And we're, like, pulling seaweed off the thing, and we're trying to put pressure on the line. We get it off, and then it starts. I've got an intrep- 48 intrepid. I got quad Yamahas, and 
and I, I turn the three port engines off. I leave the starboard engine off because now he's coming up. And Mike was right. Mike's like, these are mean fish. They'll charge and, the boat. And that fucker was charging those engines. And I'm my guy down there, Rich, he's like, hard left, hard left. And he's yelling at me. And Rich is a nice guy. You guys know him. The guy's like 6'4", 250 Not the guy to mess with. That's he's a big, sure. teddy, he's a big he's, dude. And, he, and he's nice. And he's yelling at me. Hard left, hard left. He's a fisherman. I'm like, motherfucker, I got one engine. It takes me nine turns to turn four quads. So we're doing circles and... and Fish is there, and my one other my one other buddy Jay on the boat. He's like, "Hey, have you ever thrown a harpoon before?" I'm like, <laughs> I've, "I've thrown them in alligators. I'd love to do it, but then things are moving. I couldn't get off the wheel at the helm, and so Jay gives it to Rich, and we're ready to, ready to hit him. Rich takes one shot." Hits him with the harpoon. Rich, I yeah, Rich, Rich is legit. Yeah, yeah. Rich is a good dude. If anyone's going to hit them with something, it's going to be Rich. Rich is legit. You want to date him? Don't tell him you said that. So anyway, he hits him with the dart. <laughs> he is, we gaff him. We put another know. gaff in him. Now, I told you how big Rich was. So I, after, feel loved. After I feel we, loved if he hugged me. After we got the spear and two gaffs in him, I love Rich, Rich just goes sit down, sits down in the AC, and he's like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. And we get the fish in the boat, 291 pounds, and you know what song came on when we're running back is everybody that goes fishing. You the, the, see. the best thing, no, that would be fine. The best thing is the song on the way back in. And it was that fucking Chattahoochee song. Oh, with oh. the Alan Jackson? And now I always have it in my I'm head. Whenever it comes in, I remember that sword. I'll tell you what's hilarious. And was it, was, it, was, it was awesome. Grawl with that highwayman. He's, he's a nut about I that. I love the highwayman. It's good stuff. Rich I, is a serious angler. I love Rich, and he is a damn good angler. Mm-hmm. That's for he, sure. He's, he's a great angler. Yeah. Rich, here's to you, Rich. He's yeah. a Rich. great angler. Great angler. Except he puts he doesn't put his lines out long enough sometimes and you know sometimes he drinks too much and you know but Rich you're a good angler bathroom break you talking about Jeff Jay what who talking about Rich oh okay. but he is the man angler you want to pee yeah so are we cutting off is it cold in here you look poked through with those shirts cold? there you look excited to see me <laughs> I'm just I'm staring at Dennis the whole time you take not to be you're taking it easy huh yeah, maybe. talk to Farina get a get a key from him. It's just you and me now. It's just you and me. What the hell are we going to talk about? It's mono and mono. We talk like 17 times a day. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Let's you, talk about John. But, but these guys, these captains, they're, they're, people don't know what they do. Dude, it's hard work. It sucks. It, it sucks. It's hard work. It sucks. And you got to go, whether, whether it's rough or light. Well, it and, sucks. You know what I mean? I'm lazy, man. When we... Like the Jimmy Johnson tournament back when it was it was a little tournament three hundred fifty bucks in the keys meat tournament we'd go out and have fun and now it's you know it's a tournament of the world it's the most awesomest experience out there right and um, I don't fucking I'm I fish in it but I'm not the the, the boat that is going to do anything I ran two boats so Charles mm-hmm. ran the thirty four CV and he's my pro team and I run the fun team on the Intrepid. And um, it's so much work. It's it's pre-fishing. It's, it's like Vince Verga. A lot yeah. goes into tournaments. It's like Vince who got me into the whole thing. He's like, listen, Harris, it's uh, it's not what you think. It's a lot of work. You got to bait fish. You got to pre-fish. You got to this and that. I'm like. Rigging, well, all that shit. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. And so I, humbly speaking, I leave that to the pros. And I, I lo- I'm, I'm very honored to get into the moment with them and you know their hard work 
they I give them all the credit for it. You know, I just try to back them, and I get to put them on the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they do is amazing. You know, it, oh, it's it's it's, yeah. it's so much work and so much dedication. And you know, for us guys like myself who we half-ass it and, and just lucky enough to be there, um, to be surrounded by the guys in this industry that that it's it's their livelihood and work at it. Um, it's 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 a hats off. It's a it's, it's that moment when it happens that we were talking about that mm-hmm. special moment. God, they know it more than anybody. I could see Artsap sitting up on the top, steering that boat, and you know when he's sending people home with those stories. Yeah, and just sitting up there, what's going through his head? You know, you know what he did that day. That's one of the reasons why I love having Art on the show so much. Um, he Art's probably on like every third episode. Yeah, now he's, he, yeah, he's a regular. I mean, he's even texted me the other day. He's like, "Hey, we got to do another tournament talk." So this is like Dude, he's becoming right there. like he's under the table. Yes, right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like partly art show to, and Skip too, Skip Dana. Um, but one of the things I love about having the two of those guys on the show as regulars is that they bring up moments like that on the show all the time, and you know, without even blinking an eye, you know, they've forgotten more fishing than they'll ever know. Yeah, and that goes. That goes for a lot of the other cats. That's why I love having captains on the show so much. Like we've had so many guys like Rufus Wakeman and George Pavaromo and George Gods on the show, and you know, we've got Rick Murphy coming up. To, and it's like we got some great ones and, coming up. And just to say, Charles, we go eight hours on a charter without peeing, but on a podcast, right? Hour in, yeah, I'm bye. back. Bye, see you later. I'm back. Hey, I had that. No, I didn't Something wash my hands. Something about being on land, right? I had yeah. that. Lo- I had that large Dunkin' coffee, and then we went straight into it. I definitely did not prep myself. He shows myself. up this was... morning, and he's like, give me the keys to the bathroom now. That was for a different reason. <laughs> this one was definitely coffee. We're not going there. <laughs> yeah. How long are we in right now? Hour 35. Yeah, we're good. Uh, let's just keep rolling. I'm telling you, we're, we're going to break a record here. I mean, <laughs> that's one thing me and Harris are really good at talking, so... What talking, was uh, talking about nothing? <laughs> yeah. We're talking flies. about that big ass swordfish and me getting all sweaty. Flies was like almost three hours long. Yeah, flies was a long time. Huh. And even Dave Farrell was like, "That drove in for Orlando for this. You're not cutting this off now. Yeah. We're going." I'm like, "All right, we'll go as long as you want to go." And then uh, and there was that one time with um, Paul Robertson and and uh, Tiffany yeah, that from one was long too. So for fishing for muscular dystrophy, right? I asked, I talked to Paul and Tiffany when they came in for their episode. I'm like, oh, cool, man. You want to come in for an episode? Like, yeah, that'd be awesome. You know what I mean? And I know them from the Jimmy Johnson tournament at the time in my relationship with Oh, that Tiffany. Tiffany Tolletson. Yeah. yeah. So at the time in my relationship with them, I didn't realize that he lived in Maryland. So when I asked him on the show, I thought they were living in that house in Deerfield. So I'm like, oh, cool. You want to come on? So he's, yeah, we'd love to come on the show. We scheduled it out and everything like that. So they come in and mind you, Paul has muscular dystrophy, right? So he, he has to walk with a cane and everything and, and, and all that stuff like that. So they're like, yeah, we're out back because the Uber took us here or whatever like that. So they come walking in. He's like, yeah, sorry, you know, you know, we just got in from our flight and everything like that. And I'm like, oh, cool. How long are you going to be in town for? It's cool that you were able to arrange the whole, you know, podcast with your trip. And he goes, oh, no. He goes, we flew in for the podcast. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Right, I'm like, really? This is awesome. I'm, like, I'm like, what are you flying back? He goes, no, we're flying back tonight. You didn't even have like, pineapple oh juice. God, this is this. Yeah, that, yeah, that guy. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, amenities. I loved Paul before that podcast, but after that whole thing, like you proved your worth to me. Like that, that showed me what that guy was made of. 
Have I proved my worth? He has dedicated his. Not yet. (laughs) Yes, you have. So, but but I'm telling you, man, that that was like pretty pretty solid. And so when he's in there to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and. And I'm like, I really got to pee. I really got to pee. Yeah, I feel like that was really rude to get up and go pee, but we ain't stopping point, At this point in the show, it's kind of like we're past that. That was the the point of bringing it up. So that was the first time they ever happened. And I really had the pee because we were, you know, whatever. And then so the show went for like two hours, and I'm like, we ended it. I'm like, I got to run to the bathroom. I've had to pee for an hour now. At this point, I probably just I was just trying to be a good sport and hold it. It's fine. But I was like, I'm about to go. I got to go. So, Charles, I got a question for you. When did you know you wanted to be a charter boat captain? I wonder about that. Like, what what clicks in somebody's head? Like, I, I didn't like the, know what the fuck I wanted to do. I just wanted to make. I don't know. Money. I didn't know what I wanted to do either. And um, I think the best part in life is things just happen. Like Dennis in this stick figure. Dennis things plays, just Dennis plays with toys. Things just happen. He has little feet. I, you know, I feel like if you. <laughs> We got to Photoshop a picture of Dennis and Back to the feet, all right? They're probably kid size here right Dennis now. Dennis walking around the deck of the boat. Those we are should just, You know, a wise man once told me to never leave Velcro. He's like, you're born with Velcro and you die with Velcro. Why ever go to laces? <laughs> kind of smart if you think about it. Laces are just a bad way to get yourself in trouble. Oh, because when you're old, we get these back? Yeah, you get them back. It's like you're born in diapers and you die in a diaper. I'm wearing Olakai's. Your souls. Yeah, baby. I'm wearing Olakai's, too. Are you really? So am I. Definitely. Hopefully, Olakai might listen to this. And not not sponsored at all by Olakai, but definitely the nicest. sponsored by Olakai. Cool. Get me one. Because they definitely make the best sandals. They make the best everything. These are awesome. Let me see that. Completely water. No. Is what size are you? Small, right? I'm a 15. <laughs> I know where this is going. Dennis Friel advertising the new toddler line of Olakai. This podcast is brought to you by Olakai Sportswear. And UFC. Very comfortable, very cool, and uh, catches you fish. And UFC. And UFC. No, they definitely make the best sandals, that's for sure. I've all rocked a lot of sandals in my day, and Olakai's fit like a shoe. But uh, so what, shout out to So what Olakai. made you decide you want to be a charter boat captain? Life, honestly, life. I've always fished. I've because I didn't see it coming when I met you. And you're like, I'm gonna go. Be I didn't see it camp. coming either. I feel like I, one thing I've learned about life is you try to make a plan, and then life's like, nah, this is where you're gonna go, kind of deal. And everyone, that's, everyone and, gets everyone has a plan until you get punched in the mouth, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what Mike Tyson said, <laughs> "What you do when you get out? You're gonna get up. What do yeah. you do at that point in time? That's that's big o- time. Honestly, I kind of just like. I wouldn't say fell into it because obviously you have to get your captain's license. And get, I didn't know. I never knew. I just knew I loved fish, and I know I was okay at it, you know. And I just it kind of just fell into it, and I love my job. I knew I love fishing, and I knew I spent a lot of money doing it. And I was like, well, let me just you know, I want to be be a captain for a little while. You know, I'm young, you know. You do it for whatever. And I don't know. I kind of just fell into. it. I never really knew, and I I just. Roll with the punches. Just keep going, and life's just like a ride. You just got to enjoy it, you know? One day and you wake up, you're 50 years old, drinking a, drinking a rum on in a microphone. Well, that's not what like, oh, where did it all go? I'm a charter boat captain. Yeah, see, that's where <laughs> I'm not That's where i not going to be, but it's definitely a great place to start, that's for sure. And like I told my clients, like, you're going to do this forever, and I'm like, Charles has yeah, big I'm gonna, plans, very ambitious. I'm very, yeah, I'm definitely very, very ambitious, you know? And here's, here's the deal to everybody that asked me this question. 
yes, I want to be a captain for the rest of my life, but I don't want it to be the only source of income. I'd like to have something that brings solid income in and then I guide because I love doing it. And I'd love to do it when I'm 70 to the point where like my client's like, bro, I don't know if you should be doing this anymore. You, I don't know. You so totally this, is, just this, blew is that. My, this is my parallel with art. Right? You totally We're, just blew that flat. I'm telling you, fishing and art always have parallels because it's the same thing with me with painting. It's just like, I love that. That's where it's at for me. The canvas, that's, 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 that's it. That's my fishing, right? Guiding or chartering, right? That that's it for me. But yeah, we gotta, we gotta make have money. different sources of revenue around yes. here. So we so we have different channels, uh, of different buckets. It's of all about revenue here, streams. Right? We all are custom streams. apparel and all the different yeah. things that we do. And here. it could be a few dollars but here and there. Me, but yeah. but for me, that's like, all right, I'm not gonna sit back here and just paint all day. It's it's it, it, you know we're gonna have other sources of of, yeah. of making a living around here. You gotta have you other know, sources have of income. Connected by Water is a company. It's not just some idea or something. Oh, yeah. you, know, some, you gotta some, be smart about it, right? So I I that's my parallel with that. It's like yeah, you need you can't just charter for the rest of your life. You can't just paint for the rest of your yeah. life. You gotta make other plans. Yes, just give up the Cabrera and the Cicatera. Sell the eighty waste lobster. Some money on lobster. You, you, you and Tara yeah. give you all your lobster. Talk to about a lot guys. of money wasted on lobster. I want to catch a Cabrera snapper one day. It's a bu- It's a fish yeah, of a, a lifetime. It's a, it's a bucket list. You think yeah. you're you think you're a man? Let me tie you into a Cabrera and watch you get your ass worked. I mean, it is unbelievable. We should go down to Costa Rica and catch them. How come? Hoppers. How come? Whenever I mention like fishing and I want to go on a trip to Costa Rica. The wife say, you're not going to Costa Rica. Why not? It's only a two-hour flight. Is that all they do? Is there something else going on in Costa Rica besides fishing? <coughs> hookers. Exactly. Surf, That's surfing. what I thought it would be. You that guys was, go fishing. Yeah, I know where I'll are, be. Are the hookers on the east, are the, on the Atlantic side or the Pacific side? Uh, San Juan. They're on both? I wouldn't know. I got a guy. Because Why do you got to go to Costa Rica for You can go hookers here. Because not that, like that's that, something though. the women are tied up. I mean, I've, I've said I want to go to Costa Rica like five times. Why you're not going to Costa Rica? I mean, what kind of stories? I'm like, why not? There's good fishing there. There's good, good there's fishing great there. fishing. You know, I we know, should go on a problem. We is. should go on a fishing trip. We'll it's go. Not, sna- we'll like, go, we'll go snapper land. fishing. You want we'll go snapper <laughs> fishing? <laughs> what are you talking? Like, why say I'm going to Amarado? Okay, no problem. Why would you say hookers? It's not like Costa Rica at all. It is one thousand percent Costa Rica. I don't know. I don't know. Who you've been talking to killer fishing. Costa Rica to me is like Los Sueños, Capos, like great fishing, great surfing. Great hooker. It's been no, that was not my. Experience That's why at the all. wife is not going to let you go. One thousand percent. Charles is like snapper fishing is incredible in Costa Rica. Yeah, <laughs> you have to go there. <laughs> I've never been, but I've heard great stories. Roosters and Cabarros. I heard. It's I think it's like a tall tail. I think it's a tall tail. With the hookers. I'm spending six hundred bucks to go snapper fishing. Here you only have to spend like a hundred. I mean, would you rather go to Costa Rica? Would you rather go get a hooker? Or would you rather go fishing? Fishing. I'd rather exactly. get tight all day long. Me too. Because you could do that here if you want, right? That's my point. Listen, right? I think I think the hooker right? thing, the hooker thing, that's, that's, a person, here, right? that's a personal choice. It's known for that. No that's matter why. where you are in the world. So you want to choose to get hookers? That's you. We're going to choose. Well, person. I would say I'm not. I'm not. That's not me. I'm How just saying this? that's what it's uh, known. You seem well, like you're what, pretty adamant about that's the that's place what for it's hookers. Known for. I don't know. We'll have the best of both worlds. We'll go to Costa Rica and we'll go fishing with a hooker rod. Yes. <laughs> I'll call Skip. Wearing olakas. Snapper fishing. That's what it's known for. That's Honestly, why I told my girlfriend I want to go to Costa Rica. That's the first thing she brought up. That's what it's known for. Really? First thing she brought up. That's Hookers? surprising. Yep. She goes, you're never going to Costa Rica. That's I've been to Costa Rica. I ain't seen ogres. I've been to Costa Rica, too. And I stayed I, just, I didn't even go fishing. I stayed I'm, in Los Sueños, and it was it was an amazing time. We had a great time. We went fishing and everything. I'm personally whatever. trying to go to Costa Rica because I want to catch that Pacific snook. 
Have yeah. you seen those things? Yeah, no. massive monsters. They are giants. You want to come? Pacific you want to go, go to Costa Rica? They're it's only a two-hour flight. Like, they're megas. I mean, just I could imagine the thump on that thing. Is we're gonna do a we're gonna do a connect in my water Costa Rica in the notch. What do they call it in the the belt? Where you can eat them? What are they called? In oh, the, slot. The oh, slot. slot. They don't have a slot. I don't fish I don't anything they, that's in the slot. I don't think slot. they have rules there. No, they catch those fucking things with the net and just yeah. pull them up on the beach. Well, is, is, there's big peacock bass there, too, isn't there? Like, yeah. giant yeah. peacock bass. Yeah. Yep. Like, don't get me wrong. Sail, I love all types of fishing, but, dude, to get tight on, like, that Pacific snook or, like, a big peacock would be sick. Peacock bass, bonefish, to me, are, like, the two of the best fighting fish pound for pound. Peacocks? Yeah. I haven't done it in so long. I lose really it. don't remember. Lose it, we used to do it when I was kids. Peacocks are strong, dude. I yeah. know the thump. I'm all about the thump. Mm-hmm. Like, the fight's cool and all, but the thump is where it's at. Yeah, peacocks are strong. That's why I love the snook. Yeah, yeah the thump. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh. Like, when you're sitting there lying on, with your finger on the line, you're like, and you're like, peacocks all right, I just got bit. Strong. Mm-hmm. It's like two opposites. Peacock is strong. Peacock bass. <laughs> Peacock. Peacock. You know what? Actually, Peacock. you should invite Strong. me over to your house one time. Bull Mahi. I'll show you how to catch them. Peacock. Bull Mahi. You got peacock. peacocks up here. You got peacocks right here in his house. Deerfield? I ain't going no. peacock Park, fishing. The Parkland house. Peacock fishing. You don't see peacock fishing shows. They peacock. are really cool fish, though. Peacock. No, I want to get one of the speckled ones that are down there in South America, like 25 pounders. Speckled? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah like they the look just like a peacock, just has yeah. there, the, the Amazon. Yeah, there, there's like, yeah. There's like five Brazil. different species or whatever. The ones Panama. are the ones that get fucking massive, like 25 pounds. There's, croc- have- there's crocodiles around too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, oh, saying, okay. I'm trying to get and tight then, on something and beat it to the boat, you know? Like crocodile golden, chasing it down. Golden Dorado. Yeah, those are badass too. What is it? A Golden Dorado. They're, uh... A big, big mahi. Oh, that down in No, no. No, it's like a big... It's almost like a... It's a, it's almost like a discolored, like golden, like big, See, huge almost trout. Almost look like a like, like a salmon. Like a salmon, a trout. Yeah, you down guys, in like the Amazon River. Brown trout? trout? No, brown not trout. a brown trout. Ah, I heard that. Yeah, I, we need to have a brown trout sound, John, on your machine. Sound big saltwater guy. We need we need our brown saltwater trout. captains. You guys got to oh, find a way to be more, um, those more creative to get. Let me finish this now. You guys got to be more creative. To get your um, audience level up on people watching you on TV, like I think saltwater is so much more exciting than freshwater. Yeah, but you know why? Yeah. Fresh- Hold on, I'm not done yet. But these fucking freshwater guys, they're little boats and they're they're shirts with sponsors from right. head to toe. They're sitting. That, that one here, got one under the dock, and, well, and they get at- and they get the sponsorships left and right. You know why, then right? Look at how much freshwater covers the country and the world. That's why. I, Our demographic I, I, is a lot hey, smaller. Harris, I 1,000% agree with you. Freshwater fishing no. sucks. Yeah. Listen, yeah. It's, but, it's, it's all right, but we need we need more saltwater. You saltwater guys, you guys need to show your personalities all the time instead of, you know, trying to look professional. Well, that's what we're trying to do here. Connect that, to that water, right? Come on. Have you watched my YouTube videos? Yeah, I don't, I don't, watch YouTube I don't hold it back. I, I do. I do a little bit. I, I but. used to. I used. To, I used to freshwater fish when I was in summer camp up in the Northeast. My rowboat go for bass and everything. But once you catch a snapper that's bigger than the video. biggest bass you'll ever catch, yeah. or use and a I mullet. hate snapper fishing. It's 
Or yeah, use I a mullet the size of the biggest bass for a fish. The size of that? For yeah, tarpon. Some yeah. of for my snook baits are bigger than these It's exciting. Bass. And you guys say, you know, fishing is a male-dominated sport. But if you go on social media, there's a lot of women. And they may not be fishing, <laughs> but there's follow. a lot of women connected with saltwater fishing. You know? Yeah, connected and by water. They're not connected with bass. Well, maybe um, Dar Sizzle. She does a lot of she bass fishing. She does peacock fishing. fishing. She's, right. She likes the peacocks. I'd like to have her on the show. She's yeah, a very she'd successful. Be a great, she, she'd be great she, to have on the show. She, she, used used to like work, a, she used to work for Rich. Really? Really? Let's bring her on the show. She yeah. seems like a good businesswoman, too. Bring her on too. the show. Yeah, we'll just hang out. But you do realize Rich why. Rich is like, don't bring her on the show. That's all is, is one big-ass hangout. You should bring let's, her and, and Jeff Maggio on. Let, let's like ask Dar Sizzle what she thinks of Rich. We got. Time out. No. Big Rich? You didn't like Rich. Big Dick Rich? Oh, really? Big Rich. You know why? You do realize, though, why, like, freshwater fishing is so dominant. Because everybody in America and the world can relate to it. Can do it. I never understood I that agree. either. I'm like, what's the deal with freshwater? Saltwater fishing is so much cooler and better. It's because anybody can walk out of their house and, and go it. find a pond. See, to me, saltwater is only for to the me, coastline. The epitome of skill and art of fishing <laughs> is, fresh. in my mind, no, is fly fishing for bonefish. To me, you do love that. To me, are you trying to go sight fish? Are you trying to go eco tours? No, 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 no. I just like to get tight. No, no, I'm, I'm saying as far as like, like, talent and work and just science and and everything behind it, it's like very difficult to do. And to to me, that's very sucks. But when you when see, I do that. I do that when I'm on land. When I'm on water. I want to troll. Get tight, wife. Yeah, but you're missing hot. You're missing my point. And get in the bait well. You're missing and, my point. Troll. I've seen pictures of him in the bait well. He, he does get into the bait well, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have time for yeah, performance. Look, he's yeah, writing I'm in just, his notes. I'm just trying to get tight. <laughs> he's writing in his notes because I need that picture. That's all I want to do. Because it does exist. No, but, I'm, but you're missing my point. When it, it does exist, to, by the way. You babe, can find there's it. nobody out here. Get naked. There's nobody here. There's nobody here for miles. I can If you're freshwater fishing, oh, no, there's somebody walking across the bridge. Yeah. Get naked, go saltwater fishing. Enough said. It is true. What will it take for you to get on my boat and have a good time? Dennis is like, don't oh. say that. <laughs> Dennis is like, you already just said. No, that's not repeat it. But uh. Den- Dennis said, don't say you get naked because then they're not wearing my shirts. <sighs> if you're gonna be wearing anything, so my, sure my it's just point my shirt. In bringing up the bonefish for the fly fishing for hey, bonefish, you can stay down there this weekend. Is- you got ten of them down there, but you, you're going to Tennessee. I'm trying to just hang out with you, bro. I'm just gonna start sucking on this. I think Harris needs another. Needs, needs another. That'd recap. be a funny picture. You sucking on Pilar in those sneakers. That'd be funny. <laughs> I may draw a cartoon of that. I'm so done. I'm still Is that waiting the on first that. time he ever said he's not on the podcast. That's good. Yeah. See, this morning he was asking me to come on, and I'd be like, "He's not coming on anymore." <laughs> He'll never ask for any of us to come on. What the again. hell is that, Charles? I'm surprised. That's somebody after they just landed their peacock pass. <laughs> I'm surprised Dennis even invited me on after the JJ tournament when all the Tito's was flying like, so uh, heavy. The older crowd that saw when Harry met Sally, um, what did they say that? What was the line um, he what? said with like peacock bass? You really bring it when Harry met Sally yeah. and peacock bass? He said, um, What? What do they call um, the potatoes or the tomatoes? Potatoes, tomatoes? No, when he ate some peacock, pecan pie, pecan pie. <laughs> Pecan bass. I don't. I, I, I'm, bass. Boy, the pilar is flowing. I'm too young. You don't for this. remember the pecan pie? Pecan the pie. The only thing <laughs> I remember about when Harry met Sally is when she had an orgasm in the restaurant. Who the hell is Harry? That? What are you that's, trying to make it? Do you know who Harry is? is? I'm lost. I'm lost. It's Tom Hanks. Is when Harris, Harris met Charles. 
We're talking about a movie. <laughs> the, the movie. We're talking about a movie that that came we're out like, before they orgasms. were born. I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with like we're old talking about Jim Carrey movies, talking about movies like you know. We're old. Or, they're not. They don't know what we're talking about when we say movies. When, when, when Harry met Sally, it's a movie. It's a movie. Harry met Sally. I didn't know Tom Hanks. Like our social so, meter just went down. So you okay. brought up right when now, Harry met Sally. Right, right now, you got to cut to the clip in the deli while she's having the orgasm. An orgasm, and then yeah. sponsorship will go back. We're talking like you know, it's right down Meg Ryan orgasm. Yeah, he's there. gonna be looking at it later. Like, what am I looking at? <laughs> right. Put that in the Google. She did a good job. She did a good job, dude. She did an amazing job. I just watched that Tom Hanks movie. From but like they the look 70s at her. She's like eighty years old now. And they're like, hmm, that's nothing sexy about that. Meg Ryan. Unless you're ninety. Oh man. She's kind of cute. Uh, yeah, we go. I, that's going to put on my list. Harry met Sally. When Harry met Sally. When Harry met Sally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty familiar with some old movies, but I never... think you'd be talking about Harry met Sally on a podcast. Fishing. Man, you guys are squirrels. Oh, yeah, we are so it's all not just about fishing. It's about connected by water. So bass fishing. There's a Anyone real... can do it. <laughs> or ass fishing in Costa Rica. Anyone can do it. <laughs> Any, if you have enough but money. Not everyone can catch a bonefish on fly. Everybody oh, can said. with enough money. Not yeah, he's right about that. It's he's right about that. See what he said? Fly fishing is definitely difficult. There's no doubt about it. That's why I don't do it. That's why I don't do it either. <laughs> I can whip a fly rod. I've caught really big tarpon on fly rods. I've caught a lot of fish on fly. But it's like, do you want to go catch fish or do you want to go look at fish? Listen, life's hard enough on land. So when I get on water, Try I want it to be take it easy. easy. Exactly. Yeah. Look at that, right? Yeah. Same thing. yeah. Exactly. Who the hell wants to go whip around a bunch of chicken feathers at a fish that's probably going to turn it down? Just keep it I going. Not, I want it to feel good. I am not dissing on all those guys that have marketed themselves for bonefish permit tarpon because you guys are geniuses, and they're definitely the hardest fish to catch. Tarpon, bonefish permit, the hardest fish to catch. There's no doubt about it. It's just like when I'm on the water, like he said, I'm just trying to take it easy. Like, just get tight. That's all I'm worried about, you know? And that's a good way not to get tight. It's like fly fishing for them, you know what I mean? How'd you, you went? You went to Bahamas bone fishing. Mm -hmm. That's different. You could put two flies on the same tippet and pull two bone fish out of the same school. Oh, but and he didn't. Really? <laughs> I was going to say truth. earlier, there's some spots where you can catch a bone fish on What's fly. This Anybody here for? Can. What's this here for, by the way? That's from Joey Arcadia. Arcadia. <laughs> what is this here for? What is this? That, that, that was on the front of his Ram truck. Where does this fit into the Cardi, by the way? A Cardia? A Cardi. Is this for Acardi. Joey? What? Is this for Joey? No, oh, this is from... My nephew used to work at the Outback when they were redesigning this, it. They this. had this on the wall, so he grabbed it. This is reminding <laughs> me of the University from. of South Florida stupid fucks. This is coming off the table right now. Is that I don't it? like USF. This All is right, a bulls. Right. I'm, I'm with Harrison on that one. Jesus Christ, you guys are... Hey, what, what happened to the... What hey, happened to the I like little the, guy? I like the Marx Brothers, though. They're good. They're good guys. What happened to what? The little guy. The knight. We we replaced him oh, with yeah, the big knight. Oh, he put him up on... We got the totem pole. Dennis said good night to him. Get it, get it, at night. Put this up front. There you go. You better watch that transom. That thing might disappear. What is that camera even looking at right now? And what do I got to do to get him down to film an episode of Takizi TV? Who? He's got, all the, he's got all the. No him. No, no. Well, I'd like all of you guys. I can't. I you, I'd like to do Takizi TV. We're gonna do a connected by water video with you. I'd love to October. have you guys. I'm always bitching to Harris about coming down and fishing more with me. Can we please like at least do a video? Like we don't have to, we, you know. We're already going days. down the first week of October to do a video with Amanda and Emily. Ooh. Oh yeah, they do videos oh, with the hey. twins. Just hit a sore spot there. Let's oh, just yeah. face it. I am definitely not as cool as the twins. There's no doubt. Charles about is it. like they're going to show you how to anchor the boat. Don't diss on them. 
But so yeah. what I was going to say yeah. was, if you want to do a video on that trip, we can do a video on that but trip. But he goes down to hang out with the twins, not me, though. <laughs> I clearly don't know how to fish. I just know how to drive the boat. I'm hurt. I may look big and tough on the outside, but I'm a big ball of emotions on the inside. You've heard about damn what, near every what one What happens of them. when you put Charles, some other cool UCF alum, together with the Gale Force Twins? Talk, talk. You win the meat tournament at the JJ Fish Tournament. That's what happens. Get tight, baby. Get tight. We're all connected by water, Charles. Me and Harris have been very fortunate with but our it's tournament a two, But strength. it's a two-way street. I'm still very hurt that you're going down <laughs> to hang out with the Twins. And I mean, you know, he had to go and connected with him, by too. So we, so we we could <laughs> we 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 could finish this conversation officially at the end. We're gonna, we're going to finish this conversation officially at the end of the podcast, are we not? I'm hurt. Don't be hurt. Be excited. Opportunity awaits. Am I wrong? These twins have dun, been stealing. Dun, dun. I get it. They're hot, but they've been stealing all my like my friends. They have nothing to do with being hot. Amanda, and em, Amanda and Emily are awesome people. Oh, they are. There's no doubt about that. Right? I'm just jealous. Junior watches their videos. Their videos are very good. Your videos are very good too. Amanda and Emily are all very hard. good videos. Amanda and let's Emily just, work hard. They do a great let's job. Let's just say they blew up. Of course, twenty four thousands. I texted them. I was like twenty four thousand subscribers in a month, and I got two charters from them. Like in a week, I was like, "Let me know when you guys want to start this throuple, and I can just marry you both." Listen, <laughs> I, I will Amanda, tell you, this. Amanda and Emily are <laughs> special people. They I really watched. Are. I watched Emily and Amanda's "How to Throw a Cast Net" video. I watched your video on how to throw a cast net, and after watching both of them, I still buy bait. <laughs> It's fucking hard, dude. I, I got short arms. Can Little I pancakes? You? Catching bait sucks. No. no, catching bait is, I love catching bait because my biggest thing is, is like, what I always describe is like, you guys go fishing to catch one fish on one line and one hook. I just threw the net and caught 100 fish at one time. It's like sabikis. You got one fish tied onto your line. I got cocky, six. It's like snapper fish. He's cocky. He's got, you got to have a little attitude. You I just like getting attitude. tight. I just like getting tight. And I'm tight on six fish and you're tight on one fish, you know? That's why I love bait fishing. I always—it's a good joke too for the charter client for the charter captains out there. Like, because we catch bait every morning in our charters, I'll throw the cast net, and when I put them in the well, I'm like, "All right, so if anybody asks, just let them know you've caught a hundred fish in the first fifteen minutes." <laughs> am I, I, always, I, always am I like lying? Bait fishing. I love bait fishing. I love bait fishing too. One, but one, throwing one, a net one, a thousand one. times does suck. When I first when I first I started say, going out, when yeah. I was forty, when I was forty, that was a long time ago. I'd go out. First charters I ever went out with was with Ray Rocher on the Miss Brit. And that was the coolest time. We'd go out and catch bait. You I was go amazed. With Ray. Ray it's is, amazing. Ray's the man. I'm still amazed by it. It's like you got to have, and that's what Charles taught me, you got to have. And I thought it was just, all right, you get get some pilchers. Nope. Charles is like a fucking man. You got to have pilchers. Pinfish. Herring. All kinds of different shit. And I'm just happy enough. To, well, shit, you need a lot of bait wells. That was the problem with us. Like, I had this... CV with direct TV on it and everything. And Charles like, no, you need multiple bait wells. I'm like, well, then you can't watch football. I mean, it's like <laughs> difference of opinions there. Right. You know? Now I have. I'm little, all about the bait. I am all, all about the bait. He's all about I don't diss on any type of fishing, you know, like whatever you want to do, artificials, fly fishing, whatnot. Yeah, I have an affinity for But the bait, well. man, the it's bait, it's all about the bait. It's kind of like pickup lines at a bar. Got to have bait. You know, the right bait. Yep. It's it's very rare you find one of my paintings in it without bait because I think it's just. To me, from a visual perspective alone, it's just it, it's that last final touch that just cascades all the energy and 
Yeah, yeah, I got a bait. I'd love bait. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That goggle eye. Goggle eye. That guy show, show that world, on the camera. The most expensive bait. That for goggle sure. eye that I drew that's on your goggle. arm. And that's right? the keysy right there. X marks the right. spot. I'm so proud of that goggle eye. And you drew that? Love it. That's, yeah. That's the Jimmy Johnson selfish. I'm suing the JJ yeah. Fish tournament. Sorry, Todd and Val, because of plagiarism. This is mine first. <laughs> it's on my skin. <laughs> right. It's on my skin. No, I'm. I love. It's all about bait fishing, man. Mm-hmm. It's all about the bait. And Sweet, well, I'm I so, mean, we got no live bait needed. Yeah, it, I love to throw artificials too. But yeah, I love artificials. There's nothing like love. the thump on yeah. an artificial. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's like where the bass fishing comes in. Like for snow, you know, you're working yeah. like and you feel the thump and you just. Did you, you get know. my lures yet? Nope, I have not gone there. You yet. haven't seen Mike yet. Mm-mm. Right. I've been so busy, I couldn't go. I'll try and go this week though. And then we're gonna go fishing. I don't like artificial. Okay. Would you say no, your so Would you say your big game okay. has the stepped up? On their way, they're yeah. almost here. Would you say that you You want to still go fishing with me? Yeah, or, or yeah is we it, can go. Or are you done with? I me? just He's I haven't been fishing since I caught that tarpon. To be honest, I thought we were so the guests. On the You're not done with me. No, we can still go. Oh yes, yay! We can still go fishing. He looks really familiar. Like looking at him, I. He's John Travolta. Uh, that's yep. what it is. I've seen it in a lot yep. of movies. Yeah. Would you say your bait game has, not your bait game, but like the importance of bait in your mind improved since you met me? Oh, no, definitely. Since you met I me. Definitely, now I know why I'm not catching fish, though. I definitely have seen Harris's bait, like, importance. I love my bait masters, baby. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely <laughs> seen the importance cool, of bait grow in his, his eyes, that's for sure. I think it's very important. Listen, as long as you get a hot chick on the boat, Cold bait well and a cooler filled beer get and get lucky once in a while, get a nice bowl. It's the greatest day. That's what I love about fishing. It's just taking it in. You talk about enjoying the ride it. and everything, you just enjoy it. it. How can you not love it? Just being out there, the scenery. There's the nothing s- wrong with it. Storms, flat seas. It's just you you become one with yourself. You know, men become sensitive. And the other guys on the, on the boat. That whole connected by water thing that we were talking about earlier, you really connect with people on your boat oh, yeah. when you're on the boat all day with them. Why are you taking pictures? Because I got to do this for like social media. He is pretty good at doing his social media. He's pretty good at it. I will say though. See, I should have worn a hat. We should have worn a hat. Well, I destroyed my Dennis Real hat already. It's like turning blue. John's really the photographer though. Yeah, yours is turning blue too, kind of. Unless I'm colorblind. Might be. Looks like it's fading a little bit. What's that? That's a great. That's a great. It is fading. That's why I remember mine being black, but now it's like that color. Yeah, I can wear it through a hat real quick. Right now, the people listening to the show are just changing the channel. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I think about how your fi- think, hat color. I think if you want to look at a positive thing besides the drinking, the hookers, and everything, fishing <laughs> and on the water has been a shining beacon during COVID. See, Absolutely. See, you think 100%. people are turning the channel right now, but people are turning their volume up because not everybody talks about this stuff. Because like, you just you were, Yes, exactly. And, like, what you were saying before as far as, like, the whole fishing thing is, like, you need that uncensored. Like, or you were saying it, like, the whole, like, people need to, like, live a little bit. Like, the whole TV shows you're talking about changing and whatnot. Well, it's for the people. If you don't get out there, you want to feel different, you, you go fishing. You just go out there. And that's just being on the water. That's the special thing. That's what you. There's talk nothing about. better than getting there's, out of there. There's nothing. There's nothing. Nothing. I mean, you, when you can completely disconnect from the world, unless and, you go out and, six yeah, to eight and like, catch shit the whole day, you never want to go fishing. That's, that's, a that's a different story. This sucks. Jesus. Yeah. Dennis said it would be fun. He Why said I'd be connected. I was throwing up the whole connected. time. Connected. This is terrible. Connected to that gunnel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. That's my biggest. 
thing with like I have a problem with the whole fishing like television and all that stuff is people just like try to like live by social like social standards like what they can say and what they can do and it's yeah. like fishing we never is hard never try to play that game in my mind because it's not authentic no you know be I mean? authentic yeah, be yeah. real like it's okay there's kids or women around watch your mouth you know but like this is why I don't I don't script this show and I don't have any paper in front of me and yeah Dennis goes I have like no that. idea what we're gonna talk about <laughs> yeah. I'm like don't worry <laughs> about like that he says I don't know what I'm gonna paint today <laughs> you really live your life day to day huh yes I do and hey enjoy Honey, what do you want to do tonight I don't know what are you doing tomorrow I don't, I don't know, know. <laughs> I don't know. What are you going to paint? I don't I'm, just, know. I'm just going to actually, I'm just I'm sitting there. I don't know. See, I haven't one received day he's the like, phone what call am I going to paint? He'll paint the Osprey with his I haven't received the, uh, I'm just kind of waiting for Harris to call me to ask me to go fishing. It hasn't happened yet. So that's what I say every day. We'll go fishing tomorrow? I feel like yes. he doesn't fish enough. No, you did a podcast today. If you didn't do the podcast today, we go fishing tomorrow. I've been, he needs to fish me more. Me and John are going to do a podcast from the boat tomorrow. Send it to you. That would be a great podcast from Boca Lakes getting attacked by sharks. For those of you that can are put your shark costume on and swim around in Boca Lake. I, I should. I should. <laughs> be great. For those of you listening, we were all over the place. <laughs> we like try to talk about sharks. Oh, you talk about so what? What is with the old man with the hair on the side of his head on the table? That I just you know what that is. He scares me. Pablo Pablo Picasso. Oh yeah, that's right. That is Pablo Picasso. I think Pablo Picasso needs to go in the drawer. <laughs> He's scary. Kind of like one of those horror films. It. See, right there, it says it right in his ass, Paul Picasso. It's, uh, he's the, scary. The, the Little Thinkers series. He looks like Where'd a, you even get that from? He looks like an old man with Alzheimer's the, who forgot how to paint. Boca Raton Museum of Art <laughs> on its grand opening. I'm like, oh, I bought this bought this for one of my kids. And then they were going to, you know, before we're throwing it out. He freaks like, oh, me so. out. Hello. So who would you say is more into the sport, your daughter or your son? It's about equal. About equal. About equal. She's just more outgoing. Yeah, he's he's just quiet. Yeah, he's just quiet. But, but he's still. You think they he's, both they both charge just as hard about it. But yeah. yeah, so they're both equally yeah, interested yeah. in it. Do you feel like I broke through his quiet shell a little bit? I tried my best. You know, with Sean, it's a little tough because you know he's got some barriers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And um, you know, but this this is one of the reasons why I was saying it was so great that day we went fishing with you because to get through to Sean the way you did was very hard. Because you know, he's he's different than other kids, you know what I mean. He's he's got that that wall for some reason. You know we're working nothing on that. wrong with that. Yeah, no, we're working on it. But you know, but it's he always gets like um, you know, and and he, he, Harris is like that too. He loves Harris, you know what I mean. So he's very comfortable around Harris. So it's like you know, and I, and same thing with you too. He likes you a lot too. You know, when he's you know, and he just kind of like. If he doesn't feel comfortable with someone, then he'll just like hide behind me the whole time and just yeah. not whatever, you know. And but when we went on the boat with you, you saw it like took him a little bit, tore him up, but it's almost like you just instinctually knew how to like break down his wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was really that that made the day for everybody. I like a good challenge. Yeah, that made the day because when Sean's off, it's like a trickle down theory for everybody. Yeah. Like you saw it too when we were down at your house down there. Mm-hmm. Like if Sean's off. That like messes up the trip for everybody because it because it, it, it could be pretty strong. You yeah. know what I mean? And I know I'm getting a little personal here. You know what I mean? But it could like and no, I, but and he's I, on li- when he's on the water. 
Yeah. He's on. No, when he's on, he's he's dude. When he if if you can break through that wall, mm-hmm. dude, he's boom, 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 and catch every fish and whatever like that. You know what I mean? But if it's tough and it could be very tough for Liz, you know what I mean? And to, to have to handle so that. That's the biggest thing too, is yeah. part of my job is freeing you from the kids, you yeah. know, trying to get them and that's why when we went out, I was I was totally fine with like, I'm not home. catching any fish. You know, what I mean? I'll, I, you know, I'll just help you mate, you know what I mean? Because no. I already knew the kids were gonna be like, you know, whatever. But and then, you know, but you did a great job with the kids, really. And I know Ian said the same thing, you know, when, when you when you took them out and, and yeah. with his kids and everything like that. His know? kids were both all about it, too. Yeah. And that's what I said him, even before he went out. I said the kids are going to have a great time with Charles Watch. Yeah. You know. And, like, it, and it's crazy. I mean, there's a lot of crazy captains out there. Yeah. And, that, and that's where I give it to you. I mean, you make it about the people on the boat having the experience and such. I mean, I've gone out a few years ago. We went on two charters for a— uh, for a um, bachelor party, mm-hmm. and on the opposite boat, fucking first mate put a knife to the throat of the captain, and kind of mutinied. True story. Kind of mutinied the boat on a charter. That is on how you charter, don't get a tip on a charter boat. On a charter on a charter boat. I've heard the story. Yeah. And is that um, out, of, out of Isla Morada? No, it was out of Fort Lauderdale. Really? Mm-hmm. And um, but you hit it right. I mean, it's a it's a it's about the experience out there because every day is not a great catching day. But it's about the experience that you put and, you know, make those moments on the water to get people to come back. And everybody I've sent you down there, I mean, they they rave about it. Yeah. If, if you think of Sean, if you, if you look at Sean's scenario, right, uh-huh. and if, like, you were kind of like an asshole or an aggressive captain or very that could have made a lasting impression on him. Yeah. And he probably— and All, the, all and it takes probably, is— yeah. all, that, you, and the you shouldn't have pulled what that are you hard. doing? What are you yeah. doing? And, how, you, know, and you, yeah. get, you see that a lot. Right. You do see that out it, there. Well, yeah. because and it's like, I, and, that, and it could have made him not want to fish anymore. Mm-hmm. But now you know what he talks about? Remember when he lost that fish? Up, I don't know if you remember or not, but he lost that fish up on the trolling motor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That but fish that was, was big, that was the big biggest lady. fish of the day. Yeah. But but he didn't have the tip up enough to get it around the trolling mm-hmm. motor, and he kind of lost it on the trolling motor. That just reassured him. I'm like, the, that's all right. But the story Sean tells is the fish was so big it broke my line. Right? And so but I'll, he, I'll back he that up. Just, I got you, Sean. Yeah, and then he's like, because that, that's what he said to him. He goes, mm-hmm. Sean, that fish was so big it broke your line. Rather than, oh, next time just lift yeah. it over. And rather than, it, 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 he's seven. You know what I mean? Tell him a story. Yeah, and and yeah. he knew that. That was great. And now Sean tells that I had the biggest fish on that day, but it broke my line. That was so big. I know. I know, I know you're 46, was, but that's what I told you when you lost that bowl. Same thing. <laughs> Made you feel good. And I, I, it's I'll, okay, Dennis. All defense to those captains that do get worked up Got about it. Motor. I get it. They're trying to catch fish, and that's their job, and they want to make sure you're successful at it. So that some of them are a little hard on you, but yeah. you can't do that. I do well, see where they're coming from, though. Like fishing is. I love clients that go, "Whatever's easiest." I'm like, "Nothing's easy. Nothing in life is easy." Right? You know, like, what do you mean? What's, What's to easiest? enjoy if it's easy? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'd be like, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. You know, I was like, so nothing's easy, and and I do get it why they're hard on people. I've watched I watch captains like curse at their clients and stuff like that because you just lost the. That might be it. The whole saying is it only takes one fish. It sucks when you lose a fish. It sucks. Yeah, you don't yeah. need that on top yeah, of it. Yeah, don't sit know? there and rag on them. But yeah, but I we're, do we're, get where they're coming from. It's like well, that we're back country. We're back country fishing, and their kids are seven and nine years old. What yeah. does it matter? It doesn't. Exactly. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. I can care what happens as long as they're having. Yeah, well, we're out fishing. It was probably it's just fun a night with each other. Right. Exactly. The, ah, the, damn it, Dennis. Right. The gloves. And you got to realize I get all my yelling out when I'm with my friends. I'm putting you on fish all day. What are you doing? It's not in a boat. Come on. 
get tight, get tight. I like to, I like to yell a lot, but mm-hmm. I don't do it with clients. I do it with my buddies. Sucks when you're captain too, and everyone's and you're not catching, and you're captain. And everyone's like, oh, I would go here, or I I'd go, go the fisher over there. I, uh, you know, one day I man, we up, need to I run said, north. Yeah, I'm like, fuck you. We're going <laughs> really? here, and what you just better put the fish on? in the boat. Yeah, when you get on them, when yeah. I put you on them, you just better put it in the boat. That's it. I do. Man, what happened? You fucked up. That's yeah, <laughs> you, know, you dragged us. Yeah, there, you caught me. What happened? You caught the fucking you, propeller. You got impatient. Yeah, you literally caught the outboard yeah. engine. Like John's over there looking at his phone. I think we're taking. I had to go. Life. I had to go back and see the long. This is the longest one. You guys beat the record. All right. All right talking about on. nothing. It's great. Oh, you looked at we're flies. Yeah. What was it? We're not talking about nothing. We're talking about life. Just put us as filler. That was your goal today, wasn't it? Yeah, because when I was Your listening last was to night, break the record. I looked at tournament talk and it was like an hour and a half, and I go, man, like, what the hell are we gonna talk? Technic- about? Technically, the Jimmy Johnson, <laughs> but I forgot Harris was gonna be there. And, yeah. But that was multiple guests. Yeah, that was multiple. Was so what was up with the Jimmy Johnson? Was the audio like? It's because it of the, wi- no, the Wi-Fi. Yeah, it was connected through Wi-Fi. The audio was in and out, though, was it not? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like, Wi-Fi. It was like, do and then stop, and then it was that like, was your that was your the man problem you had. It was interfering with the, the thing. The Wait, problem was you, that that portion of the Hard Rock was still kind of semi under construction, and their Wi-Fi was kind of makeshift at the time. I loved how Heather hated the man bun. Hated it. She's like, yeah, chop that. What shit made up. you cut it off? By the way, you Heather. Look nice and the hairdressers open back up. <laughs> what do you mean? There was no one open. I think he felt the pressure from Heather. Well, Heather's my hairdresser, and she's the one that's in control of my hair. Different, Listen, different Heather. Different rule number, no, okay. rule number one no, with being no. a man and getting haircuts: you find the that hottest Heather. You find the hottest. No, my my hairdresser's name is Heather. Different Heather. Rule number one with being a man and getting haircuts: you find the hottest hairdresser you can, and you go, "Baby, what would look good on me?" And that, this is why I told my hairdresser my first time I met her. I was like, "Imagine you're standing." You called her baby. Yeah, I call everybody baby. I call you. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, baby, that's the thing. You go if you're standing behind me in Publix and you're thinking, man, this guy's got a great ass. What would you see on the top of my head? That's like what I told her first time. So then she's been in charge. It was her idea for the man bun. Yeah, which it worked pretty well. It won us some money. It's the one shitty thing you, about you being really involved. is that really what you said to her? I said if you were standing it's, behind me in Publix and you go, this guy's got a great ass, and you looked up, what would you want to see? You're kidding me, right? Dead serious. Don't answer the question. You're being baited. <laughs> Dead serious. <laughs> that's where the, and that's where the man bun came from. And my girl and my girlfriend was a big supporter on it that's too. That's a good podcast. I hate. I did not like it at all. I was like dreaming of the day I could cut it off. But like Caroline was a big fan of it. The hair and like a lot of the girls. I'm still no. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the great ass line. That that's the part that gets me. You don't clearly know me. You're very just well. assuming that that the hairdresser is assuming that you have a great ass. Well, I've been told that many times. That's fine. Have you? Yeah. Seriously. What do you think this is? With all your Bud and Mary's guys? You don't go you into that? a hair... Listen, you don't go onto a fishing charter and say, we should go hit the 409 home. That's where the fish are at. You man, go, man, this charter you, captain's got a great ass. You go, hey, Cap, take me to the fish. I don't go into the hairdresser and tell her I want a mohawk. You say, take me to the fish. Do do your job, you know? That's what they're good at. You don't go into the auto mechanic and say, You're, my brakes are bad and I need a new solenoid. No, you go, hey, boss man, my car's acting funny. Will you fix it? Because if you say I, my brakes are bad, they're going to fix the brakes and charge you $2,000. You don't say that. You, what does that have to do with you having a great ass? You're still stuck on that. <laughs> That's just what I told you. He lost me. You had a great ass, too. Yeah. You, you better come back around with this, Charles. So I, just don't, this I just don't understand. Like, like when you're going to get a haircut, 
And you're trying to explain to say if you're looking at a guy in Publix and he's got a great ass, what kind of what? How does that equate? It's putting the pieces together. Like I don't know. How dude. do you want the final she, product? She to laughed. Look? I don't know. Yeah, she laughed and she thought it was funny, and then she <laughs> yeah, said, it's supposed to be funny." She goes, "I think man buns are really hot." And I was oh, like, "Oh, she did." And I go, "Yeah, does this a, explain it for you?" I said, "Give me a man." <laughs> <laughs> Charles, you got a great ass right there. There you go. That's where the whole man bun came from. I'm, I'm just, I'm just basically, you know. And she was pissed you, when you, she you cut it You're just trying to tell the world that you have a great ass. That's pretty much what it comes. No, to that was time. verbatim, word for word, how our conversation went, how the man bun was born. So she's hot, smoking. Who? My hairdresser, oh. Heather. I, okay. I haven't, I haven't gone to a hairdresser in like ten years. Me neither. Who does it, Liz? I've gone to the same barber since I was like 12 years old. No, really? I used to ride my bike to him, yeah. That's awesome. Yep. What's his name? Jersey. Jersey? Yep. He's so from what, Jersey. You grew, so you grew up in Boca and then went to school in Boca, so you just never switched hairdressers? No. In Pembroke Pines. I was to say, because like, I had to keep switching because when I went to school, I went to New York barbers a lot. Yeah. Nobody spoke, spoke a word of English in there. And but they gave the best haircuts. Barber shops are the best, like twelve bucks. They'll yep. do your beard and everything for like fourteen dollars and you're out. Kind of deal, but the keys is a little bit different. There's no barber shops down there. Just hairdressers. I let my hair grow out like once every three months and I just shave it off. Just buzz it. That's it. I don't look good with a buzz head. I just wear a hat every day. I've worn a hat every day since I was twelve. So I try, it doesn't I, matter if I, I have hair or not. Honestly, I try not to wear a hat too yeah, much. I don't wear it much. I try. Fuck I, up your hairline. I, yeah, I wear a hat a lot, but I really try not to. They definitely I do believe in that whole pulling your hair thing and whatnot. Or yeah, I don't know. I just, I mean, no one in my family's ever had a bald head. You got mm -hmm. good hair, right? Yeah, I have decent hair. I got a widow's peak, but I've always had that since I was a kid. Yeah, so that's where the man bun really got me was the widow's peak. Because you can't wear a hat with a bun, you know? And I was like, oh, I'll just wear a visor. And you put the visor on, your widow's peak. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it, why I don't ever wear a I, visor. So I'm like, I've always, so now I envy the guys that are able to wear visors. Yeah. I was like, I can't do it. My widow's peak just fries. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is what happens when you start getting in an hour or two. You want, you two, what do you want? An, you want an outline? So, Dennis, what would you consider your day job, painting or podcasting? Or drinking. Nope, just those two first choices. P painting. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> that's the worst, that's the worst, a, that's the worst thing. I was giving you an outline. I was giving you an outline for the podcast. It's where the longest you've ever been. I was giving you a closure. You just basically said that the podcasts are horrible. No, I'm having a great time. So All right, awesome. this is great. We should do this next week. We should do this this afternoon. You do job on the podcasting thing. <laughs> I, you were looking. You were like, well, this is the longest podcast. I was giving you an out. Could you imagine if me and Harris like did this once a week? This would It would be the longest podcast every single time. That's how all our conversations go. They're just so next very week long. we have Vicky Stark coming up, right? Is she coming next week? <laughs> I don't know. Who's is Vicky coming, coming next, next week? It's just coming. The, floor, the, the real McCoy. The Floridian is it the, guys the, are the Florida Man crew, yeah. the pelagic fishing team. I think so. You talking about the, uh, the Nate Nate Klutznik? Yeah, yeah. Coming up on Nate's coming that there next week. Is it Nate? Mm -hmm. Nate and them coming up with the Florida Man crew coming up on the next episode. Awesome shirts, by the way, on that one. Yeah, thank you very I love much. Love that one. Love it. What do you see? They scheduled theirs for three o'clock to drink, but you guys just said fuck it, started drinking. Yeah. At coming at ten. Ten. Right. Ten. So you started then. I'm gonna have to. I'm officially on vacation. You are. I am officially on vacation. Ooh. This is the start of it. Ooh, I told Harris, I was like, this is going to be great. Good way, yeah, to, good way to kick it off. We're going fishing this afternoon. Yeah, we're, we're out. 
I'm very hurt that you said don't quit your day job at the podcast. <laughs> you're making it sound like this is a shit show. I love this show. I think this is it's your great. best episode yet. You, right? You're very sensitive. I am very sensitive. You're like me. This is where they start playing that cool connected by water music and you start smiling. Dan, I, have, dan, dan, dan. I have a sensitive side. I think this might be your uh, your best one yet. I, think I agree. I think you're incredible. I think we've elevated you to the next level today. You think so? I think so too. Do you guys get like all because of you guys? Do you guys get pretty like off <laughs> off off the grid vulgar on this, or like has there been like some real heated conversations, or is this pretty like you guys keep it very tight knit? I don't get heated, man. I um, really don't. I mean, yeah. Occasionally, occasionally, like I might like go off on like a topic for like thirty seconds. I'm just laid back, dude. I don't get heated. I don't roll like that. No, I'm saying like you're. I've you're, seen, you're, I've seen him get heated. He gets. It's heated. labeled like, as explicit, so he okay. Like, that's because you're dropping like motherfuckers and stuff every now. And I'm not the only one. You just dropped fault. it right there. <laughs> hey, he was the first one to say. I always gauge somebody. I wait for the first person to drop the word, and I go, "All right, game. It's game on, baby." <laughs> I'm never the first one to do it though. Listen, so like I he's gonna rewind the edit yeah, and be like, "Pick me out." He's like, "Yeah, he was the first one." I'm gonna tell you right now. So our two, or well, our three main. I don't curse on the boat, by the way. Our three main causes on the show are clean water, amen. Supporting our veterans, yes. Right? And lately, it's been the shark depredation um, issue and what we can do. This about that. it's all about the veterans, though. Right. So, so there have been a few times where I've expressed my heart on that one we joke about politics we don't really take it too seriously on the show but your heart on the sharks or the although we have to right now right now you have to we have to take politics seriously you have to i I can't it's gonna be a shutout i can't wait landslide baby come on (sighs) landslide get that economy all i care about is the economy stevie nick's gonna come out singing landslide Right, Democrats go home crying. <laughs> She's gonna be wearing a tikizi. The for streams Trump hat. heard around the world again. Here we go. Have you seen the the tikizi for Trump hat? It's coming. Ordered sixty of them. Everybody. Needs and them. he had the greatest he idea in the world. You know the little swoosh over the e on the tikizi? Yeah. He did two of them like golden Blonde, sw- golden the hair? swirls. Really? <laughs> oh my! It's like the golden. <laughs> they would have been here last week. Thanks, Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So. Um, no, you're right. It, 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 as much as we try to steer away from politics, you got you to kind of talk about it. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, listen, the puppet that they're trying to put forward is, it's, it's a joke, right? This, this, you can't really think this guy is any serious, like, class, right? That's it, right? That's it. <laughs> That's it. Hey, Joe, for, for, how you yeah, doing, forgetful Joe? Joe. Yeah, yeah, sleepy Joe. And then, and then just the pandering bullshit that they're doing on the left to try to propose these bills that are just going to try to, you know, and all the, you know, the BLM stuff and whatever. It, it's just driving me it's up insane. a flipping wall. It, you know what they don't care about is the working man, us, the guys that trying to survive. Like, I live in a tiny-ass apartment, like, bills through the roof, trying to survive, and they don't care about ruining lives like ours, you know? Listen, Shutting trying- it down. That's just what blows my mind. Because they're still profiting off of it, you know? It's mm-hmm. like... I'm out here, like, grinding, trying to make money and, like, survive, and they don't care about ruining that at all. Listen, they want to try to paint Trump as a racist, and they're so off. I just don't—either you're productive or you're not. I think that's all he cares about. Racism, racism only exists because people talk about it. It's a, I don't yeah. look at it like that. It's color's color. I don't give a shit about it. Right. All lives matter, you know? Right. I got friends from all different races. They're not racist. It's just they're friends. That's it, period. The only yeah. reason it exists because people stereotype mm-hmm. and they talk about it like Love that. all right. good people. We got to make change. That's it. Let's make it with some common sense. Yeah. Exactly. Period. Exactly. Yeah. End of story. No matter where you come from or who you are, you're a good person. You're a good person. You know? 
I don't discriminate. Thousand percent. And that's the thing. Well, they keep bringing it up. I know they want to. They, they're trying to make mountains out of molehill, or and trying to make something out of nothing. And it's it's you know why? It's all they got left. Harris is colorblind. He doesn't even see listen, anything. Listen, it's it's all they have left because they, left they fail on every other front. Yeah, right. Like the whole impeachment. In the beginning, listen. Right as the day he got sworn in in D.C. Antifa ride in Washington, D.C. in those breaking windows, right? And it's been a shit show ever since. Right? Yeah. They tried to say the Russia hoax, and then they tried the the Kavanaugh crap, and then they tried all the impeachment stuff and tried to get him on every other front. And legally, they failed in every aspect. And he's done nothing but move forward and strengthen this economy and strengthen our country. And here we are. They tried to throw a virus in his face, right? And when that, that didn't work... Then all we had left was what? Hit him with racism. Yeah. Racism, 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 racism. It's all they've been fucking doing for the last six months. You know what's crazy? That's all they have left. Is how you can go from They're trying to win at every cost. And you know what? The morality of that is bullshit. And that's and that and whoever's in the office after November fourth, that's just not gonna automatically fix racism. Correct. Everyone's gotta fix that. Period. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I didn't million percent. I honestly, racism sucks. Racism mm-hmm. is bad. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's horrible. Obviously, it still exists. But you're trying to run your entire freaking platform on it and try yeah. to tell people that there's something that they're not. That's wrong. Okay, so it, it's always existed, but I don't think it was a real problem until it was advertised. I it's agree. almost like it was forgotten about. You know. Well, that isn't that the whole point. Just yeah. like forget about it, move on. Yeah. Okay, please. Let's just all just move forward. Let's move forward. When we were younger, what did they always say? Colorblind, colorblind, colorblind. That's all they used to try to pump in you. Okay, fine, colorblind. Now all they want you to do is see color. I just love guys like Morgan Freeman and stuff like that, what they talk about. Stop talking then, about it, right? Yeah, stop talking about it. Listen. They're like, you can be that or you can be this. You decide. My kids, we never, they they we never talked it. about it in the house, oh. right? So they grew up just seeing people for people, mm-hmm. right? And that's how they grew up because we made that conscious decision to say, you know what? We're not even going to talk about it. We're not going to say racism is bad. We don't want to put ideas in their head that don't exist. Yeah. So we're just saying, you know what? Let's just roll them out with people. And they would just, they have all, they have friends of every color and background and everything like that. And they never questioned it once. I never did either. Until all this bullshit started coming out in the news and they start seeing it on TV and they know they start asking us questions like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? And we're like, you know, we don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Just go on being you. Yep. It's just crazy how everybody envied the guy for being a successful bachelor, yeah. playboy, mil- billionaire, you know? And now he's, like, the most hated guy in the world. But don't let anybody listen to this podcast think that, like, I'm Trump, 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 Trump. I'd vote Democrat and stuff like that, too. It's all in the best favor of the country and, you know, whatnot. But, obviously, he's the best favor right now. We're all connected by water. <laughs> I don't think he likes water. We're all connected by water. All right, cool. Well, listen, we're going we're gonna, to... We're gonna phase this out. Right, you broke the record, Charles. Right, mission accomplished. Listen, I'm not here for a long time. I'm just here for a good time. <laughs> I just want to be remembered. Right, we got we got our our new sharks. The yeah, addition to the room. Sharks. Right, Emily and Amanda. Right. Oh, that's right, Emily on baby Amanda. sharks. Right. So th- they'll be happy to see. Right, and we'll put them right there. And then, um, John, thanks for good to have you back. Thank we took you, John. A couple weeks Thank off. You. Right, longest and, um, episode on Connected by Water. Longest episode, historically <laughs> speaking, on Connected by Water. Um, they go, man, that guy can talk. 
Yeah, I want to give a, a last minute shout out to our good friend Pete Aggerty. They had their first kid. Yes, saw that. Um, right? Um, awesome. So shout out to the Aggerty family. Pete Aggerty tattoo right yep. here. First tattoo. Yep. So Aggerty, Pete Aggerty is an artist friend, friend of the studio. Um, so very, very much a congratulations to the Aggerty family. I want to send a congratulations to the Rhodes family. Um, the Rhodes family had, I think, their 27th baby. Something like that. They got a lot of kids. I, I, I lost count, Brandon. I'm sorry. Um, congratulations to them as well. So um, that's it, right? We're good? That was killer. Life's yeah. about the ride. Enjoy Life's it, baby. Right. Yeah. Go fishing. All, All about right. the ride, baby. Yeah, so your ego is not your amigo. Always do your best and let God do the rest. Like that. You want me to do, like you want me to do my exit? This is, uh, this is how I end every show. Right? And remember that if you're hungry, which I know you are, why don't you go for it, check out our friends over at Papa's Raw Bar, right? Papa's yeah, Raw I'm, Bar supposed to be, I'm supposed to be blessed with that appearance today. I know Harris is a busy guy, but I'm calling him out right now on live podcast. Someone told me about Papa's. We're going well, to Papa's tonight. You uh, have Troy, to, get the cherry stone clowns ready. You have to check out the Connected by Water sushi menu. The entire sushi menu is the Connected by Water sushi I got a friend told me Takizi is yeah. the role. Maybe we'll, hit the, role. maybe we'll hit the taco truck at Papa Migos and then hit Papa's. That's a great idea. I've never heard, seen, or tasted any of this. Uh, I mean, I'm just along for the ride, baby. I think we need a John John roll, but I'm just saying. A John John roll? Yeah. I think we need a John John roll. What would you I'll have? I'll think of something. What would you have in your roll? Slot snook. Hopefully cream cheese. Slot snook. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort is of is there a yeah. snook roll at all ever? No, no. you cannot right. sell or buy snook. Yeah. yeah, which is absolutely insane. Because sell it's a, a snooky roll, Jersey special. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's already a roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On and that then, note, and then <laughs> listen, if you are in the market for a truck or a vehicle, go see our friends at Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. They will hook you up. Talk to my man Dean. Love a Ram. Right, love a Ram. Did Joey get his new uh, his new uh, 8CB? Not yet. Not yet. He I keep was... driving by his house. I'm like, ooh, when's it coming? When's it coming? Yeah. Yeah. There's like, you do realize there's no HCBs left at Plantation. Yeah, no. They're, they're, they're actually, the rumor is, I don't know exactly where it is, but. No more Yamaha's, the, 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 nothing. The new, the world-class facility is going to be up here in Fort Lauderdale somewhere, and I've heard they could put 30 55 plus is sitting in there, so it's gonna be off the in hook. the water. It's gonna be incredible, yeah, in the water because yeah. they only had like five or six at the old place. They're, they're, they're coming, they're coming strong. It's gonna be interesting. So, Blackwater now has that place, yeah. I think they got a few boats there, yeah. It's crushing it's like from my Mercury's house. and Blackwater's and Invincible's or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally changed. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the market for a Ram truck, you go see Joey. Joey, the Ram's the only way to go, right? Or if you Ram want tough. A, a Jeep, or if you're looking for a nice like a Hemi Challenger or a Hemi, um, what's the other one? There's the Challenger, there's the Charger, right? And those things are badass. You get those SVTs, sick. How's your truck running? The truck's running like a dream. How many miles you got? I think now about six thousand. Oh my god. Yeah, so I, I need to bring that in for service and get our first service done. <laughs> yeah, it's lived a long life. <laughs> I'm, I live like five minutes from the studio. I mean, it's really. I know that's about, why I've been yeah. looking at a new truck. You, when you live like this close, have you been looking at a new truck? What kind of truck you I'm have Joey or Carney? I got a Dodge, baby. Come you on, got a Dodge. Everybody we bring in here is Dodge. Dodge has hands down the nicest truck made, one hundred percent. I have to tell you honestly, I've never had a Dodge before this. I've always I've had like every I've had Tacomas. I've had you know Ford F one fifties. I've had GMCs shit, and everything shit. like that. Right. 
I stepped into this Dodge because of our situation with Joey. And I'm driving this thing. This is the best vehicle. Not only just trucks. I've owned BMWs and everything. This is the best vehicle that I've ever owned in my entire life. BMWs? What did you do before this? What's that? So what did you do before this? be a corporate executive, my friend. Really? Yes, sir. Payton? No. Well, yeah, creative. I used to be a creative director, executive creative director for a billion-dollar company. But, yeah, in a former life. Former life. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I like you drinking at 10 a.m. on a I Tuesday. Stopped take, I, st- I stopped trying to take myself so seriously. So. Yeah. No, no just, hands down, definitely. No, no, best. I, just, I just decided to live a life that's connected by water now. That's it. Dodge yeah. is definitely the way to go. I love my Maybe. Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> now we should yeah. get rid of that Tundra. That's, a, that's a, the Harris's nickname is another level. Another level. <laughs> that's his rap name, another level. Yeah. I love my Ferrari, but I don't like the Ferrari service calls. Yeah. Oh, my God. Change Here's the oil. Dodge. Cheers. Here's the Dodge. <laughs> uh, connected by water. No matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we're always connected by water. Take it easy.